0: The Brandon Peters Show may contain explicit language and detailed plot points. For more information on the show, stay tuned to the end of the episode. And now, here he is, Brandon.
1: Happy Halloween! Tomorrow or today or yesterday or whatever it is you decided to listen to this episode. This is the Brandon Peters Show, where we are going to talk about some of the most Halloween-centric movies around, the Night of the Demon series, and here with me again from here and the Bob and Tom Show. It's let's scare Jessica Alsman to death.
0: Hi. I got nothing but that. Okay. <laughs> nothing really clever.
1: All right. And noted oh, author. Well,
0: it said let's scare
1: Jessica to death. I just added your oh. name. That's a it's a movie. <laughs> I mean, that was talked about on this show. If you can look in the uh catalog of the Brandon Peters show, Jamie Alvey and Brandon Peters talked about Let's Scare Jessica to death. All right. And our uh, one of our favorite authors on the globe. And all around Swell, man, the picture of Dorian Greg Magoon.
2: hey <laughs>
3: Oliver <Ooh. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> oh, just different. looked right at right.
2: me. Yes. I know, Oliver's like, what was that? <laughs> He's like, oh my gosh.
1: He's like, no, no more of that tonight. Uh, last <laughs> week, uh, we had one for Greg. This week, or we have one or more like four for Jessica. But first, a uh, quick trip to 4K Blues Day. And remember, we talked about the Best Buy and stuff. Uh, right after we recorded, we had an explosion of announcements, and I'm just going to go over what they were, not in huge details. But, uh, Haunting in Venice is coming out on standard Blu ray on, um, the 28th of November, which the first two were on 4K, and then this one's standard, and this is the best one of the three. Okay. Uh, Point Break is coming to 4K. Uh, Keanu and Patrick, uh, that's, uh, Coming soon from Shout Factory. Uh, The Color Purple is debuting on 4K in December. Steven Spielberg's... uh, That was his first, like, I make serious Oscar pictures run one, I believe. Uh, Expend Forables uh, is coming to 4K next month. Uh, Titanic is coming to 4K in December, uh, which should be the first of many James Cameron titles coming to finish out his catalog. Uh, Oppenheimer's coming to 4K in November. On the same day as saw X on 4K in November, uh, so any of those ring a bell? Jessica, you saw Titanic. I know you saw Titanic. Oh right. yeah. Okay. Even in the theater. All right. All right. Did you see the Oppenheimer?
0: I haven't. We got mm-hmm. we held out for those fancy IMAX tickets, and then they were always sold out, and then mm-hmm. they stopped showing it. So
1: yeah, that was hard to get. We missed tickets out. out. Hard to get tickets. I've I actually like, we seen can't watch everyone who the missed it. Yeah, you saw Expend yeah, I, Four
2: Bulls? yeah, I did. Oh, it was wow. on or something, or like I don't know, I don't remember why I saw it, but I saw that one, so yeah, I saw every one of those movies you listed. Um, and Hunting in Venice was great. Too. Oh, it's so
1: good, it's like so good. it's just beautiful to look at, too. That's yep. why, oh, yeah, that's a good good one that kicked off the uh 2023 spooky season in the theaters. Um, yep. so I would count that as a horror movie,
2: oh, yeah, enough. yeah. I mean, it. I counted it.
1: It's so the one that like it was like kind of like where was this the first two movies man I, mean, I did not that I didn't like the first I enjoy them but none of them really knocked my socks off like I don't, I wouldn't say how many events knocked my socks off but I was just like this is impressive I like this um but yeah and uh, Saw X I was a big fan of Saw X yep. uh, but no I I hadn't seen Forables, so um I'll be looking forward to checking. how good was that one Greg
2: fun it has its moments (laughs)
1: okay is it better than three
3: the
1: the one where they're uh with kel and lutz
2: oh um sure i mean it's different ish like i mean like it has some strong points some not as strong points just like well, does three have strong points? I mean, three has some fun moments, too.
1: He's got Wesley Snipes.
2: <laughs> yeah. Three's yeah. fun. I mean, like, they have their fun within reason. So, yeah, it's good. Okay. It's not that memorable. Four is not that memorable.
0: Gotcha. Ma- Megan Fox is in that, right? Yes.
2: See,
0: yeah. I love her. Well. Yeah, yeah same. Yeah, I, love her. I like, I
3: like
1: Megan Fox. I do. I think she's fun.
2: She had that Netflix movie last year that was really good.
0: Till death. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That. Mm-hmm. I liked it.
2: I did too.
0: I was like that's yeah. a lot of work on her own and she's like crawling around in either snow or fake snow, whatever. I was like good for yeah. you, Megan. And her right. makeup looked it. flawless the entire time and I'm like, "How can I not get my makeup to look good if I try for 3 hours?"
1: <laughs> and this is a good time of year to watch Jennifer's Body, mm-hmm. which is true. It's a classic. very good movie. Yeah. It is a legit classic now. It's been out for a long time. It oh, had to I it had to go then. through its yeah. wave of like Oop, to it's actually good now to you know, now it's just give or take. Yeah. It's it's just uh, it's there. Ahead of its time. Very much so. Very much so. I, I I remember being like just kind of medium on it when it came out. And then I like many years went by and people were saying it was it's so good and people were wrong about it. And I watched, it, I was like, Yeah, I don't think I was ready for this back then. Yeah. I think that was more of my deal with it, was I was not ready for that. And I think uh poor Diablo Cody got like a huge bad rap for some reason after jumping onto the scene with so much praise and then like backlash, probably because oh, she's a woman. Um doing cool
0: things. Cause... I just thought the verbiage was so funny. Like all the, mm-hmm. the what's it where's it at? Monostat. I'm like, that's yeah. hilarious if you're a woman and you're the only one using monastat. Otherwise yes. guys are like, What the hell's monastat? <laughs> it's for yeast infections. You're welcome. Uh or maybe guys do use it. I actually don't know. So Seven. But when I watched it, I was like, <laughs> "Awesome!"
1: Yeah, it's a fun movie. Um, but yeah, I've I I've, 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 I've never watched United States of Terra, but I like pretty much anything I did. that Cody Cody's put out. Like, I love Young Adult. That was one of my favorite movies that year. So, there we go. But anyway, uh, we will move on to 1988 and the movie Night of the Demons. <laughs> this
3: place
0: was once a funeral parlor, wasn't it? What was
3: that?
0: Judy, run, run, run! We're gonna get
3: out of here! Get up, Judy! Yes, you can Night of the Demons Where are you going? The party's just begun. Radio
1: Directed by Kevin Tenney Written by Joe Augustine Starring, Amelia Kincaid and, pause, Linnea Quigley, yeah. Kathy Padwell, Padwell Alvin Alexey, Hal Havens, Billy Gallo, Donnie Jeffcoat, Jill Tereshita, and Allison Barron. Ten teenagers party at an abandoned funeral parlor on Halloween night when an evil force awakens. Spirit or Demonic spirits keep them from leaving and turn their gathering into a living hell. Uh, this film was originally called Halloween Party. They changed it so it wouldn't get mixed up with Halloween. There are actually versions of the credits you can watch that call it Halloween Party from test uh, test screenings and early work print cuts. Um, fun note before going into this. So in real life... Um, The girl, uh, Amelia Kincaid, who plays Angela, her aunt is Rue McClanahan from Golden Mm. Girls, who was on the set of this movie here and there. Hilarious. It was was blessed by a golden girl.
0: They didn't sneak her in the background ever?
1: No. I wish. No. Uh, So I have my thoughts in this movie. I'm sure Greg does, but we're going to start again with Jessica because this is... You mentioned last year something about loving Night of the Demons being one of your favorites to put up, and I perked because same girl.
0: (laughs) Like, no one talks about this movie around Halloween, and you kind of forget it's a damn Halloween party, and every year is when Angela comes back on Halloween. and Well, after the first one, of course. But Night of the Demons held a special place in my heart because as a Young child, probably I'm trying to think maybe 93 because we watched it before the second one ever came out, like maybe six or seven. I'm watching this with my mom, and a lot of questions because you know, even as a young girl, I'm like, oh, well, there's a lot of boobs, great, <laughs> but then of course, the biggest scene I think that's the scene stealer in the movie is uh, Miss Suzanne, princess ballerina, when she's doing the fancy stuff with her lipstick and doing her makeup. And then she literally inserts it into her nipple. And I'm like, what is going on? But I didn't even question it. I was just like, okay, this is happening. This is great. But then not only did I get to watch Night of the Demons as a kid, my mom would then rent it for me when I had a slumber party. So I was that house where all the girls would come over and get to watch their R-rated movies. And not just R-rated, your b horror films that are just so grotesque and then some of them would have like nightmares and their mom would get upset that we watched it but they knew what they were getting into and i i just <laughs> and it all started with nine of the demons um but i love it just because of that sentimental part of it and then right. of course re-watching it again i was like man i hate the final girl i hate judy <laughs> she's so whiny i got to the point where I'm like, can she shut up? No one wants to help you. And she's just like, I can't. I can't. It's like, oh, whatever. So that just drove me crazy. Um, I'm like, Raj, you need to leave her. But no, he's a son of a preacher. He's a good boy. (laughs) Good soul. He ain't going to leave her behind. But not only um, the special effects and whatnot as a kid, the one thing that always scared me, and it still scared me as an adult, I am prepped my boyfriend. I'm like, there's this part that I will flinch but I'm going to watch it. I can do this. He's like, okay. And it's where they go to the basement and all of that cremate with the cremation door opens up and you see the crazy skull dinosaur looking oh. the demon. And every time as a kid, I would just freak out. So i would just closed my eyes until I could hear it happening. And then when they <laughs> show it. I'm like, okay, here we go. Um, So that always freaked me out. Um, also, I was really confused as a kid watching the part with the old man. And the apples and the razor blades. I didn't get that. And even at the end of the movie, I'm like, oh, my gosh, his wife didn't know those apples had blades in them, apparently. Did she? As I got older, I was like, yeah, bitch. (laughs) Rightfully so. Um, So, yeah, I, I mean, just a bunch of random horny teenagers, right? That's what the description is. It's what it is. Let us. this sex. is a
1: horny series of 80s horror supernatural flicks with a slasher element to them um but yeah what
0: started that like because even when i'm watching this i kind of got the vibe of scream again because here they are a bunch of like high schoolers that go to this big house just to party and then a lot of them get killed and not well, that it's about scream but that's just now what i'm connecting it with
1: Uh, The idea is they wanted to make a Friday the 13th kind of movie, but didn't want to do your typical guy walks around stabbing people. And they were also, uh, there's another, there's a parent, so it's a marriage of the idea of Friday the 13th and another movie that I'm not remembering what they said on an interview that I watched. Um, Because these recently came out on, uh, well, they've been out before, but uh, the first one uh, debuted on 4K the second one got a better version on Blu-ray. And the third one got its first Blu-ray this month, um, 2023 October, as we are talking. Um, and I can't can't remember, but they said the idea was a Friday the 13th thing, but they couldn't just do Friday the 13th. And we're across the Freddy area here because in the early 80s, the slasher movie comes out and they're all person May have a mask, may not have a mask stabbing people. And then it's about to die in about 84. And then Freddy comes out, rejuvenates this thing. So if you notice in the latter half of the 80s, they're all a bit more supernatural. Jason becomes like a zombie. You get Chucky in there. Pinhead's not a slasher, but he gets popular. Uh, I mean, in the 90s, we have Candyman, Leprechaun. So they got to be, they now have a supernatural element to them uh, with the Stalk and Slash. It's not just quiet person in a mask stabs so.
0: Was it like exorcist plus yeah it might be
1: yeah there's a little bit yeah like
0: the demon possessed but even when i'm I, watching mm-hmm. this movie i'm like they really do cover a lot of the ghost hunting and uh demonic possession type mm-hmm. stuff like you know there's three knocks the yeah. mocking of the trinity um, right. you know all that <laughs> fun stuff
1: yeah it's it's unique while they were trying to crib from other things they really made a unique movie to themselves yeah like, there's there's a not much like night of the demons i mean you can think of horror makeup gore shows from the 80s that you could toss this in with but in terms of story elements and all together it really feels its own
2: i mean it had a tales of the crypt vibe to it mm-hmm. like yeah like i could see that kind of because it was campy it, it's campy it's fun like it. it i mean to me, it's a horror comedy. Like watching it again. Oh, it like, is 100 percent I mean, it's a horror comedy, so that's more in that realm of um I mean, the first one does it really well, and then and then other ones happen
3: afterwards.
2: <laughs> oh, no. Um, oh no. I mean I, don't get me wrong. <laughs> like I, I only really have things to say about the last the remake that I am questioning on. The other ones were movies as well that were that have their fun moments. But this first one really looks like everybody cared about it. Like, they looked like they had fun. They were passionate. It didn't look low-budget either, considering it was a low-budget right. movie. It really looked thoughtfully put together. Like, they did some cool stuff. The The effects, the practical effects were great. Um, it didn't even look that dated in some places. So I was impressed by re-watching it. It didn't feel as old as I thought it would.
1: Well, the funny thing is, the house is almost as they found it. Like they did minimal set design to this place. Wow! Like some a lot of the furniture is the furniture that was in there when they were going yeah. into this place to do it.
2: Then respect to that cast because that's nasty. Like oh no, they like were they, apparently they were
3: awful.
1: they were afraid of things in the house. They all shared what room together, changed together, did everything together in a room in the house between takes as if they weren't on because they were afraid to be alone around in the
2: house. Good call. Well, just safety too because if it's like a mm-hmm. real house that they're not styling then yeah. those are really loose wood beams and there are really loose nails and there may be like mold or whatever i mean i'm oh, sure mm. they have to a certain degree but i've been in enough abandoned houses in my lifetime and let me tell you it is risky just right. not if you're if you don't believe in ghosts or anything like that it's just a safety hazard from the mold toxins animal shit whatever might rusty be rusty nails it. sitting around rusty yeah nails. yeah I've been in an abandoned house before that had dead crows in it. And you don't know what they're like. You don't know what's like the leaves spreading. You could touch a doorknob where a dead crow would hit the doorknob and then get dead crow on your hand. You don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I will say
1: so. um, I love this movie to death. Like, I think it's one of my favorite scary movies of all time. It's just. It it, excels in so many different areas and is blending them perfectly. Like it's scary, gory, humorous, campy, practical effect, masterpiece. Um, Yeah. And it's the ultimate haunted house monster show too. Like this movie can make you jump. It can make you suspense. You can be in suspense. You can be frightened, but you can also laugh your ass off. You can also just appreciate gore, like just, and it's goofy. It's got a style to it. And here's the thing: what I think attracted me to it when I was a kid and stuff. And I've always appreciated it back then. It, this feels like a real group of kids hanging out. Like it does. Nobody's like, I mean, some are shitty to each other, but it's like a legitimate shitty to each other, and it looks like a party. Even though <laughs> it looks like a party, I'd want to go to. You know, yeah. <laughs> like oh they're gonna do a seance and shit and I'm gonna in you know, a haunted house like if I was that age I'd have been fuck yeah we're going to Angela's party hell yep. yes I'm going because to this she
0: thing has, Angela always had the best snacks apparently mm-hmm. she really made it a point to have like all kinds of chips right and I appreciate that oh there's like that.
1: a good food table like it
0: yes.
2: was like legit set yeah well yeah that she robbed the liquor store for <laughs> oh, right, right,
0: right. such a funny thing mean, how too. do you
2: think she got those that's true that's <laughs> yeah. true <laughs> she robbed the liquor store. No wonder she had the best gym. She could chew. She used, could have chewed um, two
0: bags, but she went out of her way to get a variety for folks. And Very thoughtful.
2: I'll tell you
1: what. I'm going to cut to this, Linnea quickly here. Yeah. Um, so I will also say the guy with the glasses chewing the gum, watching her. What a memorable guy for not much of a part in a movie, right? <laughs> like you're like he looks like somebody or something. You think he's. He's worked, but he's not a, like, somebody, somebody. But he looks like he could be... I don't remember the other guy too much, but... So, Linnea Quigley, this movie, I was... I immediately had a crush from that moment there. Like, I was like, who is this blonde girl? I didn't realize she was the same girl from Return of the Living Dead, which I had seen when she played Trash. I mean, this is not when we just IMDB things. This was renting VHSs and... She looks way different in that movie than she does here. I was like, who is this woman? And I was I was just like and and I'll tell you what, nothing freaked me out more than her transformation into that when she's having sex with that guy. And I'm just like I was haunted. I was like, "Oh my god, that really pretty woman turned into the ugliest damn thing I ever saw in my life." And it was just so weird with that like her her performance is just bizarre and weird and she was like a lot older than everyone in this movie like they really wanted her for it and she's like why do they want me to in this movie with all these teens and I am not I'm aged out but she did it and the i'd say one of the craziest things in the world is that putting the lipstick into her nipple and it disappearing and that's Steve Johnson who I would think is a reason why I'll go ahead and say it. The first two films are the best of the two, in my opinion, that we're going to watch. And there's a consistency because he's doing the effects. But the boob one, it mm-hmm. looks real. Like, I even yeah. 4K quality restoration, it still looks legit. And they try to do this shit again in the remake, and it looks fake oh. as hell. Uh, and... That effect, which informs the rest of the series for some reason, that's what they take from it. Like, let's do the lipstick or the boob. And um, so she pops it in there, and she had to go in and, like, get fitted for that with Steve Johnson. Like, she'd been nude in movies before. It wasn't a big thing. It's like, she was in Silent Night, Deadly Night, topless. She's <laughs> she's in She, of course, returned to Living Dead, topless. Um, but she meets Steve Johnson, and they got married off of this. Aww. Uh, They didn't last, but they got married. Steve Johnson, who I swear, Robert Downey Jr.'s performance as Tony Stark is slightly based off of. If you've ever seen an interview with the guy and what he looks like, you'd be like, hmm, I think there's a little Tony Stark there. But, um... Yeah, so this movie, like the lighting in these rooms, the way they do the the way they do the mist or the fog is unique. Kind of feels unique to this movie. It's not overdone. It hits the lighting right. There's like uh, like a not hit you over the head gothic tone to some of this stuff. Um, I learned the term blowjob from this movie when I was a kid. <laughs> Never heard it before till that gas station scene. So I was like, what the hell does that mean? blow job um yeah and I yeah and I wrote this review uh when I first reviewed this movie back long ago and, and, and then I I wrote stuff about Linnea Quigley my thoughts are like how beautifully like how I was like oh just stressed for everything and she commented on Twitter on my review it was like Hey, it's okay. It'll be fine, or something. Like she said something where I'm like, "Oh, she read what I wrote."
3: <laughs>
1: so later on, years later, I reviewed her uh, for a podcast, and it's one of my best one of my best interviews I've ever done. So, um, and she's a sweet lady. Um, she, I mean, for for a while, we kept contact texting, and she would like text on the holiday every holiday, be like, "Tell your family, Brandon." I said, "Happy Merry Christmas," or da da da, whatever, celebrating like so. Well, I love. It. Real awesome, um, and she has the great line of "Run, Judy, run! See, Judy, run!" I love that line. But uh, uh, oh,
3: no, she's an, she's
1: an element that the other movies don't have. Yeah. Because this one has it has Angela, and she's like, yes, she is number one. But she also has Suzanne, which is a g- awesome demon. And then there's, um, oh, what's the pig guy's name? Stooge. 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 You've got, I don't think, while the other ones will have some cool ideas and stuff with people, they never have the supporting demons as effective um, as yeah. this one does. That's mine. I don't know.
2: Yeah. I agree with that. But, I was
0: saying um, the scene in the bedroom when the brothers like watching his sister get dressed. Though I will, say yeah,
2: that. that's what I was about to bring up. I was oh. like, "This is the weirdest script that I've ever seen." But first of all, I'm just well, uh, the the nudity in this first one was the most organic of all the nudity in all mm-hmm. of them, uh, and we'll, we'll get to that when we talk about the other ones. Ooh, but I, I don't,
1: pretty well- you know, I don't bend that way, <laughs>
2: <laughs> but. When she gets into her room, and she's on the phone, and she's talking on the phone, and she's changing her outfit or whatever, Mm -hmm. can someone explain to me why she takes off her underwear to put on her skirt? Like, she takes off her underwear, and then takes off her skirt, and then puts on, like, her costume or something, Mm. and then doesn't put on underwear again, and I'm like, what, like... The The camera angle and the shot was really cool with the, the way they filmed it. And, like, there's her bare ass and everything. But I'm like, why'd she need to take off her underwear? And then it got weirder when her when the brother jumps out of the closet and then what? says bodacious mm-hmm. boobies, sis. Yeah,
3: he's just oh. bodacious boobies, boobies. <laughs> And I'm just sitting there going, first of all,
2: she took off her underwear in front of her brother for no reason, even though she didn't know he was in there. Right. And then he comments on her... Bodacious boobs, bodacious. I'm like, I'm in. I'm hundred (laughs) percent on this movie. Whoever wrote this, you're you're good. So, uh, but I I will. That is the biggest mystery of this movie is why she took off her underwear, then her skirt, and then put on her clothes, but no other underwear.
0: I always wondered if that little Mm -hmm. whatever, like the hoop skirt or the fluffy skirt, maybe it had a built-in panty liner,
2: a girdle thing, like uh, her Alice costume, yeah,
0: something. Otherwise, yeah, that didn't make any sense. It would just be sexy.
2: And I wrote wrote down, I don't know who said it, but it was, I guess, before she did her underwear taking off. But she says, I don't need you. um, I don't need your help, you damn little whore. And I'm like, who's talking to who? Who says that line? (laughs) Yeah, I don't need your help, you damn little whore. That was like at the beginning of the movie. And I'm like, this movie is just going for it. Oh yeah, it's
1: not afraid to talk shit and especially yeah, Stooge. He says some rude shit to people as well.
0: He calls everyone bitch.
2: Yeah, yeah, Shut up, bitch. <laughs> and the, the smoking with the little brother and then the uh, the other guy. Um, the the when they're on the patio or whatever, and the guy like walks away and he whispers fag. Um, <laughs> that was funny to me with the little brother, the little brother was like, had a lot of lines that I'm like, this is a lot for a kid to be involved in.
1: Yeah. He was supposed to be, well, he was supposed to make it over to the house, but like they changed the script because of the, um, low budget nature and paying for a minor to be out of hours and stuff like that was going to take it into the budget more than they wanted.
2: Yeah. But I liked him. I liked that little kid. He was ridiculous and I don't know what was wrong with him, but, he was very much in everybody's business and like inappropriate business in a very odd sort of way. Um, and then the mom, even the mom I liked and her like shit candy, like, her <laughs> sh- like what is happening? Like they set the st- like the the tone and the style of this movie where I'm like it almost had like a John Waters feel to it at the beginning. Yeah. Before it gets into a horror movie, it kind of feels like an horror, like a John Waters. Well, with the, um, the
1: old man and everything. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know, it's it's super goofy. That helps set up and allow the the rest of the horror movie to allow to to allowed to which is allowed to goof off a lot too. So it's like not like it's out of place because we've seen how
2: this world yep.
1: behaves before.
2: Yep, and this is the only one of all of them that really does that. Um, which I appreciated that it really created the world. It set a tone, it created a style and it stuck with it and it was consistent and you got a good feel of all the characters Mm -hmm. kind of right away. Um,
1: I think there's like a, like I, I, when I was comparing this one to like, I'm like with the second one, I'm like, what's the difference? Like one of the differences I noticed is the first one's like got a bit more of a cartoonishness to it. That's lacking from uh, many of the others like that. it, It, it's a, it's a tone itself that is hard to do correctly like this movie does, which this movie incidentally might've done that. But Kevin Tenney, I've seen this other stuff. He's pretty, I mean, he did the Witchboard movies if you've ever seen those. So, um, that's kind of why he doesn't do the second one is because he's doing okay. Witchboard two, Um, yeah. and they were shooting them at the same time. But, uh, yeah, that's why one thing I spot, I was like, yeah, it's kind of a, kind of a kind of cartoon feel
2: to it uh this one but and um, everything felt very intentional in this movie in a good way like it it felt intentional in a good way it had a good pace to it there was a good evolution of the like the transformation of demons it wasn't mm-hmm instantaneous like the remake which we'll get to why um but (laughs) like, like this one took its time it let things kind of evolve it allowed for the weirdness to kind of like set in where it also which i appreciated that like the characters in this one when weird shit started to happen they weren't automatically like oh like there was there was a little bit of like Not skepticism, but there was a little bit of just like not this instantaneous like freak out, like, oh, we're in a haunted house. Yeah. It felt more like, like it doesn't seem like they were in a movie. Like sometimes, like I said, in, Last weeks when we were talking about it, where like I hate when movies they like show up to places and then they already act like they're scared before anything happens, and you're like you don't know you're in a movie, like you don't know what's gonna happen to you. And in this movie, they were at a party, and then when weird stuff was happening, they weren't just immediately like demons. It was it took time for everything to kind of like sink in, and even then they just were like, what is really happening here? And they tried a little bit of logic to some of it in its own way, which I appreciated in like the can't be like cartoony nature of it and then it just gets out of hand and like because they're also horny and these demons like transfer their demonness through like horniness mm-hmm. um it also like worked as well so they were really thinking of it as like oh they're demons it's just an analogy for horny teens and their like hormones turn them into demons like really this is just a anti-sex ad of the yeah <laughs> it is like don't fuck or else you're turned into a demon ah, i mean especially that, in a coffin <laughs> yeah. yeah which wha- uh like i'm pretty bold don't get me wrong <laughs> i'm not gonna overshare here and but i mean even i have my limits and i don't i uh, i don't know i like to be adventurous i'll leave it at that but like i don't like dirt when it comes to to Mm-mm. activities of that nature so I don't get what why you would go to a haunted house and your first impulse is be like, let's fuck. Like I don't I, I like maybe a little bit of like over the like over the clothes stuff, maybe a little mouth stuff, but like I don't get this like let's hop in a casket and fuck. Like that's not comfortable. <laughs> right. And it's 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 just you don't know what's been in that casket. It's oh. probably not sterile. Well,
1: they do mention that it—it it was probably more comfortable in their car when they're doing well, yeah. it. So they're like,
2: "Yeah, bad idea." And even well, cars aren't even that comfortable. Let's be real. I mean, I'd probably choose a casket over a car. But
1: right. um, and I, I'll tell you, surprisingly, and you wouldn't think so from first meeting and what the how the other characters talk about them. But one of the most important characters making this work and having this role and not as bad as you think is Sal. The the guy that's like used to date the girl, but he's like, you know, the tough guy. Okay. Ends up being like not a bad person.
0: Yeah, he <laughs> got good think. intentions.
1: And the way he is the first person to kind of run into the demon stuff. So you get kind of his reaction and like, what the f I'm out of here, Whatever. Quit acting so stupid that, you know, so it kind of slows it into things. But he ends up being a good lookout protector and everything else when we're built up for him to be this like guy who couldn't get over one date stalker. Maybe he was talking about her behind her back, all this stuff. And no, he's just kind of rough. And even admits like, I come from privilege. (laughs) Like
3: He even has that (laughs) moment where he's like,
1: I am more like, you know, it's like uh, they really like put your own stereotypes on the guy. And then throw it back in your face, which I kind of like about that <laughs> Yeah, that character.
0: And the goody-good preppy guy ends up being a total jerk. Like, well, if oh, you're yeah. not going to blow me, I'm going to go do the next girl. And, you right. Because oh. Suzanne was already possessed, and she was, you know, open to that. So yes. he didn't even question it. He's like, all right. It, let's all go. Right. Well,
1: let's we'll see. Because
0: she wants boys. <laughs> I forgot my, one of my favorite lines. Yeah. I think it's when they're dancing. And, like, someone turns on the strobe light. She's like, far fucking out. (laughs) I love that so much.
1: I love Um, the addiction to the fireplace, too, that her and Angela have. Like, they're always, like, she's waving her ass in the fireplace and Angela's Uh, dancing in front of the fireplace.
0: They're feeling it. I mean, it's
2: good lighting, too. I mean, it looks good. They knew their angles. Um, but, and they also at one point do say, Hey, how about an orgy? And -hmm. then I wrote down, I'm sure if we work hard enough, we can get J hard again. (laughs) I I just started writing down random lines from this movie. And I was like, it's super,
1: it's a super quotable movie too.
2: Yeah. It Mm -hmm. really is. The other one's not as much, but that's why I was like, and I have the least notes on this one because I was actually like fully like immersed into the world Mm -hmm watching it happen and then i I totally had forgotten about um lipstick boob um until re-watching it and then i was like oh yeah and then i'm like lipstick boob and i'm like how did they do that and it was all it was very fascinating the whole like oh that was the thing though his reaction to that that I did struggle with. There was no reaction to that. He yeah. just kind of wandered into the other room and is like, you guys, um, I would <laughs> run into the other room and be like, holy crap, some like she just, just shoved lipstick in her dimple. It's, it's that. Like I would and he was just like, um, hey guys, uh, you might want to stop. Um, like, I don't know what their reactions Nothing really aligned in this movie in terms of what was really happening in the reactions, which is kind of I, enjoyable. I, I, no I way. will
1: jump forward to the remake a bit, but I did like is she into like magic
2: or anything? <laughs> like, like slide a
1: hand? I was like, okay. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> that was, that funny. was- but we should but hold I, our compliments for the remake, I guess, for for the few that there <laughs> might be. But
2: the few, the one. You you already picked the one. <laughs> um, no, but that's the thing is like, and again, I appreciated this one for, and I guess, fine, we'll we'll lump that with the remake. But then it started with this one. Their reactions to it weren't immediately. I would have gone more like excitable, like that shit just happened, whoa! And his was more deadpan, but it wouldn't be as like. I would be going. Is that a magic trick? I wouldn't immediately be like demons. Um, yeah. Which I like in this one that they weren't like demons until clearly the the Buffy Summers um, vampire type faces has went on because I feel like some of those monsters had that style that like Buffy ended up doing with some of the vampires later on. Um, yeah,
1: it's it's kind of it, yeah. It's, it's a, a way mix to... between that and Fright Night a bit.
2: With what they're doing, yeah, Friday Night too. Well, I guess Buffy would have gotten it from all those because Buffy's nine, anyways. Um, But still, like that that style of um, demon face kind of had what like vampires were also like in some movies with the practical faces and mask things that they use. So I don't know, but I liked I like that their immediate reaction wasn't like demons, but more of a what's going on? Is this some elaborate prank or whatever it is? Even though they didn't say that. Um, and their horniness kind of left them blind to the reality of yeah. what really was happening. And I think that I, I like that analogy to how teenagers really are. Like, teenagers do stupid shit. And, I mean, I'm I, not going to lie, I went to haunted houses. I mean, I didn't do anything that inappropriate in haunted houses, but I definitely went to abandoned houses as a teenager <laughs> as much as I could. If there was one, I was like, I'm I'm there. So... I I get what these teens were doing in this movie, and I would have been one of them, like you said. You wanted to go party with them? Absolutely mm-hmm. right there. Sign me up. I'm going to Angela's party. If they pulled out a Ouija board or something, I would be like, let's do it. Yeah. Like, I was that guy. More party. More, more demons, more party. Yeah, let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was absolutely that guy, but mm-hmm. I also was that guy to be like, shit's getting weird. Boom, out the door. Like, I'm not the one to, like hang around and go "Mm, what's going on i would just be out the door um so i might survive i might not it depends
0: who do you think the smartest character was in the entire movie roger Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i mean i agree
2: yeah yeah he was kind of forgotten about a lot too so trying to
0: hide in the car.
2: Yeah. And then him yeah. and Helen
0: are looking for the gate and it just disappears. And then Helen just disappears. Like she had no <laughs> role in the movie at all, except for <laughs> she's the one that gets to look in the mirror and sees her future death.
2: Um yeah. and then
0: Crazy Demon Horse Head, I hate it. Um but yeah. then she just like disappears. She didn't get to have any sexy time. She didn't really get much screen time really. It was just like, Oh no, the mirror broke. I'm so scared and then she disappears.
1: Yeah. Yeah. She yeah, yeah her crime was not being blonde and um yeah. Being too scared.
0: And she had a ride in the car with Stooge.
1: Yeah. Oh, that was her yep, that was her yep. She went to the party with Stooge. Therefore yep. that's Oy. what it is. That's what it was. But yeah, no, I th- I think this movie has a great intro, great Yep, you know, ever like way to get everybody getting everybody the party. Like heck this could double as a teen movie too, if you wanted to really go for it. it is. I think it's yeah.
2: An accurate teen movie because, like I said, like they're just hormonal teens and hormones turn them into demons. Mm-hmm. So there you go. There you go. Yeah. It's fun. I enjoyed it. But um Night of, Night of the Demons 2, I have a lot more thoughts okay. on. Um
1: but yeah, Night of the Demons 1, I first picked it up just because that VHS cover. I'm like, the fuck is this movie? I just I'd see this creepy thing on the front and says you're invited to a party. It's like all right, and I rented it and I was like, holy crap, this is amazing. Nice surprise. Cuz this yeah. is back, you know, yeah, the covers of these for a video back in the video store days were just iconic. So, yeah. um the cover for the second one's very similar. Any more thoughts on the first one? Time to jump to 1994 for Night of the Demons 2.
2: For too long, your nights have been empty. dark for
3: the very last time. Angela is inviting you back to Hull House. Angela, your party guests are here. To celebrate her homecoming party and raise a little hell. Night of the Demons 2.
1: Directed. Yes. directed by Brian Trenchard-Smith, written by Joe Augustin with James Penzi, starring Amelia Kincaid, Merle Kennedy, Christy Harris, Darren Heems, Christine Taylor, Rick Peters, Johnny Moran, Jennifer Rhodes, Rod McCary, Zoe Trilling, Lad York, Mark Neely. High school students, which include Angela's sister, throw a Halloween party in a mansion haunted by a young demon. Uh, notes here. Johnson, as I mentioned, is back and he tries to outdo his boob gag, uh, once again. And so Christine Taylor, during this movie, auditioned and got cast as Marsha Brady during, a, during it. Uh, but mm-hmm. they had actually shot the reference thing before any of that. Oh, um, really?
0: I wondered that.
1: Cause people kept saying she looked like Maureen McCormick on the set of the movie and a guy improved that line. Um, in the car, so and they he's thought saying. it was funny. And this movie, Dry Shed by Brian Trenchard-Smith, who uh, does goes on to do Leprechaun 3, the best one, and oh, Leprechaun 4 in space. Uh, he does a movie, he's done cult classics like Stunt Rock and BMX Bandits, because he's, aus- he's Australian, so he came from there. But if there's anybody, if Kevin Tenney isn't doing this movie, if there's someone who kind of could get the campy horror tone, it's Brian Trenchard-Smith. Who probably will lean more in comedy when he does things, but he's he's got it. And Kevin Tenney is a big fan of this sequel, even though he wasn't brought back because he was working on Witchboard 2. And there's a weird thing with these movies where you cannot have the writer and director be from the United States. One of them has to be Canadian. It's like a Canadian film thing at the time. So, um, so since the writer was from the United States the director had to be I, it was I don't know they were trying to just describe it on these uh, commentaries and these blu-rays um, but because uh, I've watched multiple cuts of these for this I watched uh, there's an international cut of the first one the theatrical cut this one had a work print and the, the regular cut but uh, yeah so uh, sequel many many years later uh, Jessica. Did you go on to the sequel when you were younger?
0: I did. Did Yes. In fact, I surprisingly, I have not seen the sequel in, I mean, forever. And Mm -hmm. there was stuff that was happening. I just started quoting it with it. And I was like, I can't believe I remember this. And then the certain gags that would happen, um... Again, still lots of, you know, sex and whatnot and boobs. And again, hey, girls, come over. Let's see what women look like with their boobs, you know, because we didn't know our mom's boobs didn't look like that. So watching these movies were very educational, um, these B-movies. But I knew, I'm trying to think, Christine Taylor, was she like in Hey, Dude or something? Yep,
1: It, it was like around the same time. Yeah, yeah. yeah that so was... that
0: was kind of like, oh, okay. And then... um, <laughs> The My absolute favorite. First off, I love Angela. I absolutely love yeah. Angela. She is like my favorite evil demon whatever. Because when she's around, it's fun. Uh, I hated the sister, but then you end up loving the sister because she's a badass. Oh. Mm-hmm. And my favorite gag. Okay, so here it is. Okay. Is when they're like totally making out in the car, Christine Taylor and the guy. And all hmm. of a sudden, oh. he feels someone <laughs> yes. grabbing at his crotch. And then you look down, it's Angela's hand and she's getting in there. And when he looks, gives the finger and then waves at him and then takes off. I lost my mind. That was one of my favorite things as a kid um, from that movie. (laughs) It's just so fun. The movie is just fun. Mm -hmm. And it's so silly sometimes that it's more comedy than horror, probably. Mm
3: -hmm. And
0: um, the part where I think it's Shirley who kind of becomes the new Suzanne for this movie, Mm -hmm. uh, which I thought she was like very attractive i loved her hair uh and then you know she has a snake crawl up her vagina and or like whatever that is that demon snake from the lipstick
2: Mm -hmm. oh i think it's from the 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 lipstick lipstick. right oh yeah
0: that was like dear god
2: (laughs) i loved it loved that part
0: but i Um, love that movie i just loved it i thought it was really fun and watching it you know more recent it's kind of like i almost like it more than the first one but okay. i don't because the first one sets it up you know you have yeah. gotta have the og story otherwise this doesn't even exist this doesn't matter
1: the second one is very very popular too so
0: i mean kurt losing his head yes and then he's literally playing basketball with his own head yes is yes is the greatest thing ever you reference larry bird and then someone <laughs> comes along and then punts his head. well first off someone is a roundhouse kick to knock his head off and then mm-hmm. someone punts it like it's football it's just like no big deal this
1: is a yeah. decapitation fest too there's a lot of <laughs> yeah. in this movie
2: um ah. this movie i think has i mean i i wrote down a ton of quotes from this movie as well um like from the first one i think i wrote down more but the minute i was like there's nuns, i'm in like i was <laughs> like okay this is my favorite thing that i've seen and then so i didn't like it more than the first because the First, it had more of a fluidity and a flow that I appreciated more. Mm -hmm. This kind of seemed like it had like great moment and then it kind of muddled around and then like great moment and muddled around. It didn't have that like fluidity and organic nature that the first one kind of had, um, which I like noticed, and just the nudity in this one wasn't as organic in the first one. Like, I don't know how these, and it's very odd. Like when they were building these like dormitories or whatever they were that they would conveniently put like the boys one directly like, on the second floor above. So they had the perfect view of the woman's, like, window. And these girls being on the first floor seems very odd because I know universities tend to like women on, like, higher floors so they don't get the passerbys. At least that's what, like, I had talked to universities about back mm-hmm. in the day. Um, So just watching those women so casually, like, undressing in front of a window was interesting to me and just how they were so, I mean... I know enough women who, like, do change, like, that casually with that. But they're not as, like, they're more aware of windows. And their lack of awareness of windows in this movie was a little peculiar Mm -hmm. to me. I don't know, Jessica. Is that something you think that, like, women pay attention to or not? Like, I just feel like... Bro,
0: no. Even when I'm watching this, I'm like, not once did my friend and I. Like, we would probably take off our shirt if we had a bra on and, like, quick change. But if a window was open, we'd still probably just shut it out of, like... someone like looking in because that's kind of sketch like i don't care if it's some cute boys next door or your freaking uh your grandpa's rolling up the driveway and it's like i don't want anyone seeing me right right and we never walked around even in the locker room because i played sports forever like through college no one was just walking around naked and then not that that matters because like in theater it was a little bit different because you had to you know take off real quick you don't have much time
1: Mm -hmm. but like
0: we weren't just like standing around naked, like "Hey, girl, what's up?" Um, you on the
1: party night,
0: and then it's like, this... "Oh, this went, you know, "Oh, this window's open too. Will you help me undo uh, my sports bra?" Like, it's just not See, how that's
2: hard. How it got confusing because oh. I know that, like, I know again, I have like a theater background, so I'm used to just getting naked in front of people and all that, um, and like, I know, I know women from like gym stuff and other things um and like women are comfortable getting naked because it's me and yeah i don't care about their nudity um so i'm used to like that like casual thing but not when there's like windows open like i feel like that's where it is it's like the walking around the room but like like it's just so convenient that they all got naked in front of that window and the guys were conveniently enough on the second floor to have the perfect viewing range i mean it works for the movie but like I I I I thought it was funny and it was shot really well. But it was just kind of like it takes you out of it when there's that lack of awareness to to all of the 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 nudity. Like there's always, I feel like in some groups, that one person who's like so free spirited and taking off her top. But then like everybody in this movie was like comfortable with it, even if they were kind of prude, except for Mouse, who was like the actual prude one um so but she had reason to so i just thought that was just an interesting introduction like they went from the first movie where it was just the one girl changing and then the movie kind of gets going and this one they're like everybody gets naked (laughs) well here we go so i did i did note that this
1: movie does up the horniness um from the first one but so you guys talking about the same scene so here's something that i i know that i am informed like film education, film language that here's what, when you're talking about the window scene that, that affected me um, was in the window Like, so I watch this scene there's all these women just changing clothes whatever and I'm just like okay well it's locker room stuff with them whatever there's, this happens in movies and then it cuts over to two guys in a room in tidy whities watching them and my mind it, it immediately switches to what's up with these two Are they together? Like they kind of together? Like what? Really? That's what I was thinking when I was like, I was like, I was like, are are these? But I didn't think a thing with the women changing together. But these two just hanging out in tidy whities in a bed because they there was no sense of oh these guys are changing to get somewhere. They're just Mm -hmm. in a room together in their underwear. One's binoculars looking at women. But then the guy approaches him. He comes up. He's like, hey. I was like, those guys? Uh,
0: no. They probably didn't have central air. Maybe, Man, yeah, the, mean, girls, maybe the girls were running around like that, too, just, because
1: of it. I, I'm just saying the difference in like film language of what I'm used to is like yeah. I feel like they were trying to afford me something about these two guys, whereas I'm watching these women, and I'm just like, whatever, women. You guys, you all go change. But guys, is like, oh. And they were alone in this room. Like It wasn't like a yeah. room full of guys. It was just... Two of them. It's like Did you guys just get done doing something. Like what's, what's up here? I the appreciated way the, it. Yeah, the way the film, <laughs> the way the film was telling me, like from seeing other movies, like I feel like I walked in on something with them, with the girls, was like, oh, girls be changing, you know. Like the way he told, the way the visuals shot it, that's what I saw. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, it was, it was just a harsh, harsh turn of like, oh, it's people be naked to it's an intimate moment now between these two guys. Like that's what I felt oh. when I watched
2: See, it. I well, I liked it. I, I appreciate <laughs> it with some balance. Um, yeah. but also from my days in college, I, I had my own room, but I lived mm. in like a suite. Um, so we had like a communal area and then like my room and like, there was like two singles and a double across there. Um, the guys walked around in their underwear and yeah. they, were, they were very straight and, um, They would just kind of either take a shower or they just have their underwear on, like kind of walk around or chat with each other. So it wasn't that like, I don't know. I'm used to guys being in their underwear, not just in a sexual way, I guess, Um, which I am. But then gay men in a group tend to always want to be in their underwear. But like straight men also, at least in college, wanted to be in underwear or like they didn't think about putting on their clothes right away. So I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Men just like to be I I don't know. Men like to be naked sometimes, I feel like. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um yeah. Uh but but the fact that there were nuns, I was really excited and all I wanted, all I want in the world now though, is while watching this, was I just want a night of the Demons and a Sister Act um fusion. Oh, yeah. Because I was just waiting for like Sister Mary Clarence to come out and like kick some ass, and I wanted this to be like St. Francis Academy High School, <laughs> and like, I was just waiting for them to like sing a song for these demons. Like this is the crossover that I need and want now. After seeing Night of the Demons two, I want the Sister Act crossover. I want I want all of that. So, Seconded, Sister God, Gloria. I that. Yeah. This this the because um. The nun that they had in this one, and um uh, uh what's her name? Uh, it starts with a C um her character uh sister not, um, sister Gloria 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 yeah. mm-hmm. um Gore, yeah, they called her that i I was on the fence about her. I feel like I liked her in the um the 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 classroom scene mm-hmm. I thought was brilliant. I loved Shirley in that movie, pushing the buttons of the teacher, loved everything about that, Shirley asking about fellatio. And then the nun being like, "I don't think I'm familiar with that term," mm-hmm. and uh, and just her face, like Shirley's face, getting uncomfortable. And one of the best lines of the movie. And I don't know if this was written for the movie or if this is a um, a saying that's existed in like Catholic schools or wherever. But a kiss is a sin when it when it is an upper persuasion for a lower invasion.
0: Oh, <laughs> I never that heard line, that before <laughs> until the movie. That line,
2: I was like, that's Good, that is good. Oh, yeah, clever wordplay mm-hmm. it rhymes. I'm in, I love these nuns, I love everything about this. Um, Father Edward was kind of a douche, and um, and him saying to or no, not Father Edward, the other guy, because Father Edward was gone, which is why oh, she Father had Brown, hmm. yeah, Father Brown was talking about Father Edward, and he goes. Father Edward is in Somalia, sister. And it's like, and you'll be joining him if you don't pay him. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, what? Um, so just the way these like the nuns and like the priests talked to each other was hilarious to me. Um, and just Gloria coming in and whacking the candle um at the beginning when the girls were kind of talking um at the beginning, and she like. Tells them all to go to bed. Was this a high school or a college? By the way, this high-
1: I think it was a high school. It was like a boarding school type type situation. That's
2: what I thought. But they're all like thirty years old looking, so I was confused. Mm-hmm. And again, the casual nature of the like underwear and the nudity was like, are they in high school or are they just a bunch of theater well, kids that we know about?
1: So, so Brian <laughs> Trenchard Smith, I, I believe, influenced, and they they talked about. Um, wanting to bring some Catholic humor and jokes and stuff and flip that on. So I think part of the thing is like the, the stingy Catholic church is the one that puts them all in these rooms together to strip all naked and stuff all the time together. So I think that's probably some deeper humor that they were probably looking at there because that was one of the things they wanted to joke about with this movie was the Catholicism and Catholic Loved stuff, it. which yeah. Um, uh, Sister Gloria was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um. She's, um A good element.
2: And then, oh, and just the way the girls kind of, like, push back on the guys. And the guys are really attractive in this movie, too. I really liked Perry at first. Um, And I don't remember which. I think it was Shirley who said, um, unless you left your balls in your other Calvins. No, that was the two guys talking to each other, I think. Mm. I don't know. I thought that was funny. And, And when, like, I think Shirley called said to the one guy, I hear they call you Inchworm thought that was oh, kind of and
1: that came back with a bunch of other jokes too right yeah yeah that was a running it, gag uh,
2: oh i will say i was really really angry though and this is a sign of the times and i was like justice for women um when they're on the <laughs> tennis courts and um and and kurt and shirley are like starting to like mess around or everything and shirley's the one that gets called out and gets in trouble I'm like, oh yeah what's the But, like, it's both of them. Like, why is it Shirley's fault for being, like, a slut? But, like, not Kurt's problem? Like, give me a break. Come (laughs) on. They both were, like, like playing together. And yet, like, Shirley got the brunt of it and not Kurt? Like, yes, Shirley ends up proving to be more of a bitch later on that you're kind of like, all right, whatever. But, like, not knowing what happens in the future, at that very moment, I was, like, justice for Shirley. (laughs) I was so angry.
0: And Doris is sure. mad about fellatio. probably. She had to look it up and well she didn't have mm. to look it up. But I'm sure she knows.
2: I'm oh she knew. She knows. Um, but like again, I get why I get like why but like, no, Kurt deserved to get called out to, oh, yeah. but everything fell on Shirley. You're all grounded for being associated with. It, it was like no. Kurt and Mm -hmm. Shirley were both like willing participants Mm -hmm. in that playful, inappropriate public display of affection as teenagers on the tennis court. And it was somehow Shirley's problem in that moment. And it made me angry.
0: She wasn't saving room for the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. You know, it's all on her fault. It's all her fault. Yeah. That made me very angry. Which,
1: Shirley, Uh, wasn't she like just hooking up with that one dude just to get? The ability to yes. hook up with another dude. <laughs> like, yes, you're gonna tell him to come, right? <laughs> He's gonna. I was, I was just like, wow. Yeah, uh, but and then she gets Shirley's the source of the boob bit gag in this one, where it like yep. has like hands almost that reach out, and it's like a I really loved crazy it. effect. I was like, oh yeah. shit! They like you know invert you, well, you reverse it. Uh, what you did in the first one, you have the boobs come out and grab you rather than. Stuff disappear in, in the nipples. crazy.
0: If you learned anything from the Night of the Demons movies, or that women can fight you with their with their tits. Yes. So whether they are possessed or not, they can hide things. They can turn into hands. Um. Yeah. Ugh. Well, well there's. I think in the remake, there's something with the boobs too. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, and there is. Very- we'll get to that. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, remake. Um, I wrote down toilet demon. No other contact. I I think like there was a de- She opens the toilet, there's a demon. I liked that. Oh, she a lot. saw
0: Kurt's head. Oh, yeah, 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 he yeah, got, yeah. She saw like the future of Kurt.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Love so that. So weird. Well, um,
1: um, we have, I mean, they have that sword in this, and then like Angela turns into a snake, and they like go for it big time with the effects. Like they're like, all right, yeah. we'll turn her into like a monstrous snake thing, which works. Yeah it's aged pretty well to me. I, I was like it looked like it was probably mostly a practical effect. Um yep. and I I was like, okay, they're they're going big here. Um they'll do the polar opposite in the next one, but
2: they go big <laughs> here with the uh <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> Yeah. Well, the, well I mean with Angelus the- now. <laughs> the lipstick that turns into like that like viney snake thing that like uh... is like a sex toy. I'm like they can market that like that's like a new new <laughs> sex toy because she was loving it like for a little while. She's like oh oh. Mm-hmm. I mean like it was very like I mean some people really lucked out in these movies mm-hmm. of like how they got converted to like converted into demons. And other ones didn't like some got yeah. decapitated or their faces ripped off. Others got like an orgasm. Um, right. <laughs> so, like, I wish you, like, did you like, I wish you could spin a wheel. Like, Oh no demons. Like if you really need to convert me, I'll take option two. like, give me the lipstick orgasm. Um, uh, Like that doesn't seem like if I'm going to be converted into a demon, I'll take that. Yeah. There's over. cool
1: demons. And then like, I mean, when you get to the remake, there's the, uh, Towards the end of the movie, there's the we ran out of money demons people. Oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it's like oh I'd, yeah, I'd want to be a demon like that one because there's there's the cool demons that you're like oh I remember that one and then, like there's the uh, I guess you got turned into a demon demons you know <laughs> like there's the the one that looks like it probably you know for the person who was the demon they probably had to show up and be in a chair for hours but yeah you're the cool memorable one I like. I like that they give Angela a lot of chance to just be human Angela uh, too. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of stuff between, between that, like people showing up at the house in the beginning, um, the, what, the Jehovah, the witnesses that, is that this, yeah, that's this is one, right? The Jehovah's witnesses show up at the house yeah. in the beginning and um, giving her, yeah, Amelia Kincaid, which this woman doesn't take off. Like, I guess horror is different back then than it, like yeah. if she was in something doing this now they would be like she'd be skyrocketed into like everything but she was yeah. a, primarily a dancer now she's an animal psychic Awesome wow so she's just what she, she is, is in now. the
2: horror hall of fame though mhm and she, did she get inducted into the horror hall of fame yeah so. a-
1: angela should be up there with Freddie and people like that like i know she didn't have as many movies the first one was a, I mean considering the budget of the movie was a humongous success like they it did big business um granted it, it was a traveling movie not a wide release type thing it had to go city to city to city but um it made a lot of money like it it didn't cost like I think it was like two and a half million, and it made like three point nine in one state alone where it was first released. So uh, when it uh, so it it made good money. Um, but yeah, she she actually um, she'll dress up as Angela at conventions, so you can get get your picture with her in the dress. And her and Linnea will do a duo, and because the, they both still have their she has her pink outfit and she has her um, black gown, and they will take pictures with you. I love that in those outfits. I don't know if was it does really... the heart on her face, but
2: um, you already brought that up, um, Jessica, about the the one of the best scenes with Christine Taylor and um Kurt in the car and Angela in mm-hmm. there, and I was very jealous of Angela in that moment. I was like, I wish my <laughs> hand.
1: It's not um, really. It's not really
2: her hand. It was. Of I know. I'm gonna say it was like yeah. Angela. Whoever the hand double is, I'm jealous of them. They got a. They got a fondle Kurt because Kurt was cute. Um, he was <laughs> cool, but he was cute um and just like uh, it was it was all i mean i feel like because these well this wasn't that like this is 90s but um even then like how about a little head and they cut off his head oh yeah like, all the sexual references but he was qu- killed so quickly and that made me sad um and then uh oh yeah Shirley converting terry um that was i i that was a nice moment i enjoyed mm-hmm. that, that conversion um Let's there's see. the uh,
1: the campfire uh, scene where they talk about the first one, which is pretty awesome, where Christine Taylor yep. talks about. Um, and that actually, it's funny, there's a... In the television cut of the third one, there's a prologue, and it's her telling the story of the first one with scenes from the first one in her cut from part two because they probably couldn't show a lot on TV so they had to fill the time they cut out with that so they made a prologue out of that that scene from the second one with stuff from the first one and then like a recap before the third one for the TV version of the third one. Which is interesting. Yeah. But that's a Um, cool scene. We haven't talked about Mouse a lot either and she's kind of integral but she's kind of like, I don't
2: know. Mm -hmm. So the beginning when she comes out in her costume, mm-hmm. um, as like that clown thing, if for some reason, I don't know, maybe it's just me. I don't know why I'm thinking it, but it kind of was giving like a subtle, like Michael Myers, like Halloween vibe. Yeah. A like, boy thing, because it's the way she like stood there, like mm-hmm. innocently thing. <clears throat> oh, and the way, okay. I did feel like I hated her at first because she was kind of like annoying. But then I was like, I know why she's like this. Yeah. But when she mouse made that lovely dress for, um, BB. Who um well for what? Perry. Be- Perry. Okay. Perry. I think it was for Perry, right? All three. Oh. It was Terry, Shirley. They all rhyme. Perry, Terry, and Shirley or whatever. They're all like the three girls' names. They all like, yeah. Um, and it was so sweet of her to do that. And then I think what Shirley was the bitch who were like, oh yeah, like you could wear it. It's Halloween. Like just being a bitch to her. That's when I get kind of like bothered by it. I was like, don't be that mean. Like, she made a pretty dress. Let her I don't know. I don't like that kind of bullying. It just made bothered me. But I but Mouse was um, that haircut really bothered me. Um, Mouse well, Perry
1: Perry was the dude. He oh, was Bebo. the guy. Oh, Perry was yeah. The I was saying BB. That's what I was saying. Yeah, she oh, made BB. It for BB. Yeah, Perry was the guy yeah. that was like, "There's something going on at the house." Oh yeah,
2: <laughs> Perry was cute. I thought Perry was really cute. Actually, he was the one that had the book stolen um, mm-hmm. by. By Shirley. And they're just uh,
1: blaming him for all the demon stuff for a while. Like, they probably believed your nonsense, Perry.
2: Yeah, he was cute, too. I I like the guys in this one. Um, Oh, yeah, Z-Boy was... Oh, I didn't really like, like... Oh, yeah, Z-Boy, when he turned into a demon, he was so rapey. And not in, like, <laughs> a fun way, the way Angela is. Like, yeah. he was, like, aggressively rapey. Like, Angela, like, makes you want it. But, like, Z-Boy <laughs> was getting a little, like, yeah, like I was well, like, uh,
1: in the, in so the first one, like Stooge, she, she like seduces him genuinely. She yeah. can't
2: get Sal,
1: but she gets Stooge. And in this one, yeah, she continues that. And she's an opportunist with everybody. Like, that's where she goes with things. But yeah, be- and BB is essentially our final girl.
2: Yeah. And she,
1: I mean, she goes through a, like, she is not, I don't think she goes through the tra- traditional final girl run. But I feel like Christine Taylor and um, the girl who plays Shirley. Like they're more all more interesting than her. But she's our final yeah. girl, and she has a sex scene. She oh has, yeah, she's oh, shitty. Yeah. You
0: talking about Greg? You talking about nasty stuff in a house? They just walk <laughs> into this abandoned house that apparently is so like bad. You shouldn't like they don't have anything blocking it. People are allowed to just drive up to the mm-hmm. stupid house. Yeah. They walk right in and they leave this giant bed with silk black sheets that are fitted still. And the pillowcases are nice and they're doing it on there. And it's like, are you kidding me? There's no dust, no dust mites. I would be having an asthma attack. And who would just be laying on that bed that's supposedly abandoned? It would have been like looted, right? Someone would have came in and taken all of this stuff. So it blows my mind that someone had the time to spray paint in there. And then maybe they were taken by Angela. But like all that furniture still it's crazy, I ain't yeah. Doing no, Mm-mm. too dirty, too dusty.
2: Well, Angela probably like because she she was at the house. Like maybe she just kept it tidy in her in her in her, in her time. <laughs> I wondered like, that like, in the
0: third movie. I was like, did she remodel? But
2: <laughs> I I did wonder that in the third movie. Um, <laughs> but I love that the nun eventually got there. Um, I like that they the I liked yeah when Gloria showed up. Gloria had some fun moments and then like um, the head fake out. That was wild. Mm. (laughs) Like what? I remember that like four times. Wait, what did I miss? How did that
1: happen? I was like, did they use some spell and resurrect her or she didn't? Nope.
0: She's a turtle nun. Just boop. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, it was wild. I was like, right, Gloria, you've got this. Now just, like, break out and they're like, I will follow him. Like, I, I wanted to distract. Like, I needed, I I needed love... to distract to just coming in.
1: They give her the strapping up for action, like, mm-hmm. moments where just. she's like... <laughs> she'd been waiting for this and there's a the priest would-
2: that's like oh, whatever, i don't think so no everybody oh i'm dead too uh, yeah um i didn't like him uh, the way he died though if you i free i paused it on his face because his eyes are like rolled back and he's just like, mm-hmm. against the wall but his face that like they left him dead in was quite yeah. amazing
1: oh and then there's, uh, have we talked about rick at all the red hat guy the guy with the red hat backwards no. rick who who like shirley talks that she tries to hook up with that guy to get another guy to go and then they go to pick oh, the up the guy and then, that
0: drives the oh, rick. rick
1: rick comes in and it's just like wait that's not the guy i think she wanted to come but who's this fucking dude and he's like uh oh, jailbait what's going on it's like oh man
2: yeah yeah he wasn't as interesting as z-boy because it was z-boy yeah. and rick as right pair and Z-Boy had, but Z-Boy was grosser and creepier. Wait, yeah. who was it? I, I made a note on when, oh, yeah, when Angela kisses um, Z-Boy, the reaction to that, I don't know what the reaction was, but I was like, strong choice. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so.
0: So. Or something yeah. really strange.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it was very, I was strong choice. I was like, all right, you kept that in the movie. I'm in um spare the rod and spoil the child (laughs) um oh yeah the nun says that um after when uh, z-boy becomes rapey as a demon and Mm. uh like love that for her and she like whips him and then she says spare the rod and spoil the child um the head figure happens um your faith can't even oh yeah your faith can't even move a mouse i bet they thought they were so clever for that line (laughs) Yeah. And I bet they were like building up this whole time. They're like, yes, guys, we did it. It's paying <laughs> off her name mouse. We got it. Um, that was good. Um, Oh, the other thing that's fascinating to me, and I don't know, I know, I know you have to suspend your like belief here and everything, but when they're, when they switch places, the nun and mouse switch places right. in this great gesture of a moment and the nun has this plan. Um, I appreciate that they can do that that quickly, but like all of their clothes got transported as well, like on them. But not only that, the holy water um, squirt gun was still with the nun. So like she transported and switched places. And I guess the demons magical powers can transport a water gun with holy water in it too. Hmm. I would think that like, if you're going to teleport, you, i mean I, I mean i don't know how teleportation works because it doesn't but if you were you would think like accessories wouldn't teleport with you but it did like how could a demon teleport a nun or like switch the places between like two sacrifices and not recognize through their powers that one of them's carrying a holy water like a holy water squirt gun it just seems like the demon was a little absent minded there. Like, you would think they would have like strip searched them before they like switched them or like fenced yeah. it in the power. I just thought that was interesting that the squirt gun managed to stay underneath her, her, um, nun uniform. There's a word for that. Um, <laughs> it's not called a nun uniform. Um, I know the headpiece is a hat. No, that's the top part, but oh. I don't, like the gown, but it's not called a gown either. I don't think. Either way, the nun uniform. <laughs> You would think that the squirt gun wouldn't have transported as well, but I'm glad it did because it worked. It is um, call it is called a habit. It the whole outfit is a habit or just the headpiece. It's a
1: habit. I the whole
2: the whole thing is the habit.
1: It's a three piece thing, yeah. A habit. Oh,
2: I didn't know that the whole thing was a habit. I thought the headpiece because that's why I love Sister Act Two, where it's back in the habit. I'm like so clever.
1: The habit uh, also consist often consists of a tunic covered by a scapular and cow with a hood.
2: Okay, uh, yeah, I thought it was just the 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 hood cow thing. I didn't realize it was the whole like dressing gown as well. So um, many
1: listeners just now went Sister Act two back in the habit.
2: <laughs> I got that all You're the time, welcome. but again, mm-hmm. yeah, I I thought that was so clever. Um, when when Sister I love Sister Act two so much, and there's a third one apparently happening. <laughs> they, and they, Which they,
1: one has Jennifer Love Hewitt? Second, the one. second
2: one that's the best one okay anyway. uh, well that's well that's why I need it to be Sister Act 2 and Night of the Demons crossover universe because that's the one where they're at the high school in Sister Act 2 um, gotcha. they, okay. do, they do that's Lauren Hill and Jennifer Love Hewitt right. and that movie is so good the, the teacher says take off your robes um, anyway uh, Angela becoming a oh and then it was giving some from Dust Till Dawn vibes um, okay. which came out before from Dust till dawn yeah um because the end from Dust till dawn is one of my favorite movies it's an awesome movie i love that movie i love that it's well i'm not gonna give spoilers to that one in this because if you haven't seen it watch it but i will say when they when they just the way they deal with light here and that Mm -hmm. at the end of this movie it's kind of reminiscent to the playfulness of from Dust till dawn at the titty twisters um and who kicked the who kicked the window conveniently enough and had the strength to break it um at the end was that who 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 made the 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 light beam come from the window he like kicked it and that first kick was kind of pathetic and it was really funny and i just laughed a lot um yeah i don't remember which character did that but i enjoyed i enjoyed that they they broke that wood beam from the window and it created a cross i like that yeah. So, this movie was fun. It just, I, I, I think the pacing is the only thing that I struggled with a little bit. But I think overall, it had a lot of a lot of more memorable moments than the first one. But mm-hmm. the first one is just a solid movie, as like from start to finish. This just had more fun moments because mm-hmm. I think it said, "We're just going to go bigger yeah. and more um, absurd."
1: Yeah, I think they're both very good. Like you can't go wrong. So you're excited. You're like, oh my yeah. gosh, these Night of the Demons movies. And then you you wait a couple years and get to 1997's oh, Night man. of the Demons three.
3: Welcome to Hull House. According to the legend, it's not haunted possessed gateway to hell with this Halloween Angela's planning one
2: hell of a party a night filled with tricks and deadly treats yes!
1: By Jim Kaufman, <clears throat> somewhat Kevin Tenney, <clears throat> written by Kevin Tenney, starring Amelia Kincaid, Larry Day, Chris Holden Reed, Joel Gordon, Gregory Kalpakis, Christian Tessier, which was one of the stars of You Can't Do That on Television. If you remember, that. anybody remember that one where you got slimed on Nickelodeon? Oh, yeah. Where uh-huh. Alanis Morissette was on that show? Yep. Yep. He's a. He's, uh, Olson or whatever, in this one.
0: Oh, um, he's also in Goosebumps and Are You yep. Afraid of the Dark. Yes. So they must have just taken uh, those kids and moved Candace. them on up to uh, R-rated films.
3: Yeah.
1: Also, uh, Stephanie Bauder uh, and Patricia Rodriguez. A group of delinquents accidentally shoot a police officer to a- avoid arrest. They hide out in an abandoned house, unaware it is haunted. So Steve Johnson, no longer the effects guy. Um... So Obviously, This movie, uh, according to Kevin Tenney, so Kevin Tenney comes back uh, as the writer, but, and apparently this was the best script of all three Night of the Demons, but uh, Kevin Tenney, what, so he wasn't supposed to write it, and he was apparently lived down the street from the studio, and they owed him money and stuff, so he just used their copy and fax machines a lot. And he was down there, and one guy was like, oh, he's like, what's the matter? He's like, we're trying to get a third night of the demons going, and all the pitches suck. And he's like, well, you know, I always had an idea where if, like, you know, some people stumbled upon a house, like they committed a crime or something or were hiding in there, and they held Angela hostage and didn't realize she was playing them or whatever, I'd do that. Well, then they called him the next day. He's like, hey, we pitched at the studio. They loved it. They want to greenlight it. Will you write it? So he wrote it. He wanted to direct it, but they said, that Canada thing, you can't. So they had this guy, Jim Kaufman, direct it. Well, Jim Kaufman goes out, directs this film, submits his director's cut, and the studio's like, what the fuck is this? They were mad, da, da, da. So they have Kevin Tenney come back in, watch it, try to fix the editing room. He goes back to reshoot it and make it what it is today. This is crazy because, like, I watched some of this footage and stuff, and, like, the opening is different and it has Angela when she the guy the cop comes in the house she's like in yeah. this white outfit like with a baseball cap and like talking to him and like there's a scene with her in a bedroom beforehand just hanging out and stuff and it's like what the fuck and and then there's also um when she first her first few scenes in the house she's wearing a witch's hat with her gown and apparently the guy who directed it did not want to watch the first two movies. He didn't want to be influenced by them. And, you have
0: to know the story.
1: Yeah. He's Dear like, God," he's like, you're not going to make Well, like Kevin Tang, is like, you're not going to make the exorcist out of making night of the demons three. Like, he's like, <laughs> you're, you know, like if you want to do that, just take it all away. But he's like, you, you have some, you know, you can make your own film and good, but like you can't trash what's before you because that's why you're here. You know, like this. Um, so he came in and he reshot stuff with Angela to make her proper and everything. And the scenes of her floating around the house are actually from the first movie um, that they show in here. And uh, yeah, so there's a lot of crazy stuff. Um, but yeah, they they there's a lot of reshoots and, and stuff like this. Uh, I
0: don't understand out. the Canadian rule.
1: I don't get this. I was trying to understand it as they were all talking about it on the It sounds made up. Yeah.
0: It is made up. They just made it up. They go, hey, this is what we're going to do.
1: Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Kevin Tenney, like, I, I uh, listened to a commentary with him on this one. And at the end, like, he was angry about this movie. And then there's a conversation he had with Brian trenchard Smith that was on one of these discs. They're trash in this movie, and then he does his commentary. He's like, you know what? Uh, I don't think it was as bad as I remembered. So it's not um, bad. Okay, so you go first, Greg. You can well. Okay, so, so you...
2: this is weird to me because I I was not well. I was worried about it because those opening credit graphics were terrible. So I was like, oh, they this kept is reusing be- the same thing, like yeah, over but it and just over. Looked- like a bad video game or something (laughs) like it looked bad and I was like oh I can't get through this and then it like leaned into this whole 90s like vibe and I was like okay I'm I'm kind of in but I'm as odd as this sounds I felt like this is the most grounded of all of them
1: well yeah because he didn't realize there was humor in these things
2: yeah so I'm not mad at it because it didn't really necessarily feel like a Night of the Demons movie because it was so grounded. But I actually liked that there were stakes in this movie. I liked that these characters kind of felt real, even though they weren't likable. Um, impulsive teenagers rather than just horny teenagers. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was something more... Um, uh, it was gratuitous, but new enough casual each other around... Um, I I don't remember how the nudity was done at the very beginning of this movie. But it apparently it was I mean,
0: unrealistic. No. Just two it girls was. in their bedroom like, hey, yes. or what are you going to wear? Look at right. your tits.
1: Look at your yes. tits. Okay, I, okay, I was okay, like, that's me that's and
0: never did this. This is Donald's like, did you? I was like, no. Well, you wouldn't just, uh,
2: okay. that was weird to me. Oh, but I thought it was shot beautifully. So this is my issue is the first half of the movie up until they get to the house. I thought was great. And then all of a sudden it looks like they switched cinematographers because everything yeah. like it was slightly it was all the Dutch angle. Like yeah, everybody was crooked. It was yeah. driving me crazy.
1: Yeah. Well Why? I I will say so um one of the things figure the 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 girls changing at the beginning. In the script it was supposed to be another like teen little brother doing things and then brian yeah. trenchard smith was horrified when he watched the dailies because he was supposed to reshoot this and he sees a bunch of little children come in the room and he's like people are gonna think i fucking wrote for that
0: oh yeah that they came in first yeah Just three it, kids three, three yes. really kids little children and under and yeah. she's like topless like hey yeah,
1: yeah he was like Ugh. freaking out he's like i'm gonna get blamed for that because it's i wrote the script and it was supposed to be a like a teenage boy, like the first one. And yeah, he was like, oh my God. And why would you even shoot that? Why would you like what? But apparently, the director wanted his kid to be in the movie and they changed it to be that.
2: Uh, well, that was, yeah, I just put a giant question mark on my thing. I was like, what's happening? Yeah. But then when it gets to the van, when yeah. they're in the van, it was giving me like real world vibes, like a reality show almost. Yeah. The way- filmed and um or it kind of was giving me like hackers like that movie just because yeah. of the colors it was very like, mm-hmm. like red and blues it felt almost futuristic in it's like it like what what futuristic or like sci-fi movies were like back mm-hmm. then because it was red and blues and the neon and i don't know i liked all of that i thought it was interesting it kind of had a grit to it um the mirror shots to oh yeah before the van yeah i like the mirror shots that emphasize the boobs um it was just it was just a pretty shot it just was out of place it was just very pretty though um where they had the one girl like i would kill to have your boobs and then you like see like the boobs like in the one frame but then her face in the other it was just a nice image Mm -hmm. like i felt like there was thought put behind some of the camera angles in there yeah um but then when we get to the convenience store, so now we have a convenience store again, like in the first one, but things go very different <laughs> in this convenience store than in our first one. So I appreciate that they had a convenience store in this one. It's just, I felt really bad for Reggie. Um, poor mm. Reggie. I just kept writing poor Reggie the whole time. Um, because, but at the same time though, I thought that was believable too. When, um, when the guy got the gun and he was just erratically like shooting and he shot the cops, you know, I believe that that character would have really done it. Nothing in this movie felt until we get to the house up until we get to the house felt so far fetched or out of place. Or like, would that really happen besides the boobs at the beginning, but like just the setting of the tone and the convenience store. I, I liked it. I thought it was real. Like it felt real. I felt like, everybody really was in danger somebody stupid really would grab the gun i like the acting of the people when they were scared by what was going on that that worked for me that whole convenience store scene it worked for me even though it escalated very quickly it worked for me so but then once they get to the house then it kind of stopped working for me which is the point of the movie so i don't know what to tell you there (laughs) yeah yeah
1: uh Jessica this is I believe you hadn't seen this one before right?
0: I haven't and I'm okay if I hadn't I, I feel <laughs> like I was bummed I don't know maybe it's because the house didn't look like the house and I yep. assumed okay, that's Kevin great, Tenney's
1: biggest problem I
0: was like they couldn't get the house maybe but I don't know why they painted walls white Um and then like Angela's got the sweet sound system now hooked up so she does shopping I guess yeah. or maybe one of the kids from a past halloween left it but yeah the house got a total renovation and then it was weird so i guess once you die there you're there you get to stay a demon because a cop showed up randomly and he
1: as long as you are about angela
0: yeah like, yeah it's just weird the one thing that i was excited about was when i could see angela and again yeah. they reused some of the old shots the the whatever cremation door uh, and her flying through the house. And I was like, this is probably the best part of the movie, isn't it? This is the best mm. part. They're reasonable clips. But I do love Angela. I love <laughs> so gross when she's, like, sucking on the gun to get the Oh, yeah. Out. And she sucks yeah.
1: the bullets yeah. Yes.
0: I was like, this is the best thing. Because when they brought up that line whatever that cheesy line is, like, can you suck a golf ball through 10 feet of gun?" Yes. Oh, yeah. The first time I heard it, I was like, okay, come on. Yeah. And then... When he says it to her and she does that, I was like, "I did not see that coming." Bravo, she can do some sucking. And then she, you know, made out with him and killed him with her tongue. It was mm-hmm. awesome. So yep. I was like, "Yes, back to the Angela deaths, please." Um, but I hated, you know, the guy driving. I don't know why. I had a, uh-huh. maybe I thought. I think I might have thought of him as Matthew Lillard in Hackers, and I was like, "Whatever."
1: That's the but guy like, from. Kind of like, uh, you nah. can't do that on television. The driver guy, yeah.
0: Or maybe not the driver. I'm sorry. The guy that uh-huh. shoots the cop.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, the um, our, one of our guys that makes it almost to the end. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I was just mad at him. I was probably like, why did they even kill a cop? <laughs> well, they didn't. The they, didn't. They, didn't. They, they
2: didn't. They didn't. He had that thing. He had the yeah. best cop. Yeah.
0: And they had that really funny line
2: that I go when the one cop runs over to him. It's like, are you okay? And I just flew through a fucking window. Of course I'm not okay. I was like, <laughs> 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 I'm like, self-awareness there. Um but yeah, the, the best part of the movie was the 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 gun blow job and the bullets and the one guy saying like can you suck a golf ball through a 10 foot hose? Like uh,
0: um, oh so- but I mean let's not forget the best demon of the movie with uh, Lois when she has that sock puppet on her hand and then it turns into oh a snake that attacks her. But first it teases her. Yes. It's like, Am I gonna go downtown? Are we going to play a little? Is this going to feel good? It's not. I'm going to bite you or something, whatever. It was just like she literally was using her hand (laughs) because it was possessed, obviously. I don't know. It was like, this is sad now. I'm sad.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. (sighs) I I like that this one does have another instance, like the first one of the guy that makes it through the movie being someone you would not have expected early on with this cast. Um, and he has some good shots traded at, I think, is it Lois with the blonde hair that's constantly wanting to make out with her dude and mm-hmm. hook up? Um, he's got some good shots he takes at her. Um, I think you guys haven't mentioned one of my favorite aspects of this movie that isn't used enough is the detective. Because oh, he yeah. comes in and he's pretty funny. But apparently, this is the same character, not the same actor, but the same character from Witchboard 2. Oh. And, and uh, Kevin Tenney felt like this was the end of those movies being made, like sequel. Like this is gonna be the last Demons, and then uh, that, I think there was a Witchboard three, maybe that came out. But two was the last high-profile one. So that having those two linked and making these linked in a way. But I like when he he's smart. He realizes that the the gas the racist gas station attendant guy stole money out of there to try to blame it on the kids. He's like, and he gives them the pick a card, any card. He's like the Miranda rights card. He's like, I want oh, yeah. you go make that appear back in the register before. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> like I like this smarts. and, and he doesn't show up till like the end. Yep. He's like gone. Um, I do. I I did like that the cop guy at the beginning does come back like later yep. on for a thing that was that was nifty, uh, but this one I just ah uh, these characters, and you get just that that hothead guy that's just like, come on, dude, chill the fuck out. And I always... I would, when In things like this, I, I wonder, I'm always like, how did these people all get together for this? Like, I know the two girls' car breaks down, whatever. But, like, the rest of them that were in the van already, I'm like, what's going on here? Like, where did you guys become... How'd this night start out for you guys? Like, who called who? Like, what was going... Like, it just... I'm always like, okay, I get you what know, these writing conflicts, but like, you think that guy would have let the d- jackass in the back come at all? The two guys that no. would, like want to like alpha each other out. Um, I don't know. Um,
2: I'm, I'm trying to think of, um, I had written down, yeah, snake arm. I approve. That's all I wrote about. That actually, you know, the snake arm,
1: the funny thing is like, they do attempt like digital effects in this and, some really degrees, but the snake one worked somehow. Yeah. <laughs>
3: that
1: one, I that think I got mad okay. that it looked like
0: she lay down. It's like, oh, she's gonna. And you know, all the other ones, they're like a uh, maybe it's a lipstick goes in the nipple, and you're all like mm-hmm. kind of whatever, or it crawls up your your coochie coochie. That's great, and you're like, oh, she's gonna get hers with the demon. Nope, yeah. she just lays down. And I'm like, oh, what, what's going on? Let her so- have some fun. Instead, she just running around with their demon hand for na- yeah. going on. <laughs> Uh, and, and, meanwhile, I the other girl turns into a kitty cat demon, and she's like super sexy now. And it's yeah, like, for
3: you.
1: Yeah. Well, um, and a- Angela's makeup was a bit weaker in this one too. Yeah, uh, it was. As, it wasn't as strong.
2: Um, what was I gonna? Oh, uh the, 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 the. Thank God! Oh, the acting wasn't very good by that point. There is one part where, when the officer showed up, I just wrote down "Thank God." Officer is what was said. It was one of the girls. It was one of the most painful line deliveries that I've ever seen in a Mm -hmm. movie. Um, So, like, what was it? There's something else I'm trying to... Oh, we haven't really talked about Reggie, and can we take a moment to go... Reggie is a strong-ass man. Like, he got shot multiple times. Now he's dragged to, like, Demon House, chilling. Yes. freaking douchebag is, like, dancing with naked chicks, and, like, all this stuff is going on, and Reggie is, like, bleeding out, and he's just like... I'm good. Like, uh, like he's just holding up, mm-hmm. and like poor Reggie. Um, yeah, that poor Reggie. Um, the cop when he got turned into a demon was really funny. Oh my god, you ripped my uniform. This is my pistol. This is my gun. <laughs> Love that line. Um, and it was really awkward until then. I realized he was a demon because mm-hmm. you don't know at the moment that he is a demon. No, no, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, that was funny. Um. But the way that it, the way that they got rid of Angela at the end was so. Weak. Oh,
1: yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah,
2: stabbing and abracadabra. And it's like stab. I'm like, really? Like this bitch who turned into a fucking snake in the last movie can get mm-hmm. stabbed in the stomach. Like, are we in Hocus Pocus? It was giving me Hocus Pocus, like um vibes in the cemetery at the end of it. It's like we're waiting for first light. Like cross through the thing well, that like, wasn't going- a, that
1: wasn't in the script either. That was added later. The the whole thing that they drive through. I'm and sorry have to pass
0: that sunlight that they showed. us, like, is that like a beach sunrise? Where did that come from? Oh yeah, it there almost was, looked totally different. There was water. I was right? like, what is going on? And then it cuts back to them. It's still like pitch black.
3: <laughs> it was very. Inconsistent. <laughs> yeah. it, it, like,
0: we need like, to show the sun coming up. Use this picture, okay. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I uh yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, this, I mean, I there's annoyance of the characters. I the house thing, I head canon that the house is whatever Angela wants you to see. Whoever comes here, it'll look yeah. like that. Like I feel like she has that power to make it a certain way. So if it's, you know, doesn't look all ratty like the previous movie, well, here it is. She's been here a while now and she can Make it look exactly. she to Make it look more appealing to get people to stay, or something like that. But
2: it is different. Well, but gets taken out by a knife and then a sunrise. Yeah. Um, and then the way this uh, the sound effect used for the skull screaming right before it like turned mm. dustified itself or whatever. Yeah. I-, I was like, okay, sure. Like, yeah, and just the acting at that last moment too. Like, I understand when you're acting without like when you're using CGI or special effects for that fence or whatever it was, but the way he was like, come on, Holly pull. It's like, there is no urgency in this happening. Like nothing is happening. Why? And yeah, I just, I struggled with that ending because it had promise and then they threw it away. And I will
1: will give it that it's like the movie pitch black that if you had a guessed from the opening group cast photo, like, or opening scenes with each and then they finally get together like which two are making it out of here alive you wouldn't pick the two that were there agree if, if you'd gotten through act one and be like okay who's the, two of these people will survive
2: who will it be yeah i agree oh i thought nick was hot i made a point of saying that too which one was he nick the hot one i don't know he was thought he was the brunette guy i guess um he was the brunette one that survived. Uh, out? I don't think he survived. No, the hot ones never survive. Um, Nick, I just made a point saying he was hot. So Nick.
1: Gregory Kalpakis.
2: Yeah. I don't know. He was attractive. Like every movie had like one that was like one guy that was like, mm, I like you. Yeah, he was. He was. He was very attractive. I'm looking at his photo again right now. Yeah, I don't remember. Oh, no, no, he, he's guess. the guy who got out. Oh, he is. Okay, yeah. that's what I thought. He was. Yeah, he's hot. Maybe that well then duh. My notes are in chronological order, so it's at like the end. Nick is hot. So duh. Uh, yeah, he he's it. he's
1: like he's like uh straight to video Jason Patrick. That's what he yeah. Kind of looks like. Yeah, Just but
2: I like him. Yeah, I liked him in that. Um so good. I'm glad that the hot guy survived. That's all. Oh <laughs> that's my takeaway. I'm like Oh, and then the fact that the last, like one of the last lines was like "kiss your sweet ass goodbye." I'm like, ha. what is happening with this writing? Like, what is going on here? But again, it started off really promising to me because it was a, it felt like, like a, a hackers nine hundred two one zero real world like people. <laughs> I'm sneezing. Sorry. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Um, it felt it felt like um like things that I watched in the nineties. Yeah. And and then it just it just kind of went downhill when it got into the house because i think they were in over their in over their heads um with just not having a budget for practical effects in the same way and and then it just everything just kind of fell flat by the end and it didn't have a nun to save the day like it is it didn't really bring up anything later on so so it started off really good. And that's when I think I emailed you being like, the link I have is not really working, but I'm really into it. <laughs> and then when you resent it, I was like, oh, well, maybe I shouldn't have seen the rest of it because I think where it stopped working was like right when they were going into the house. Mm-hmm. And I was really liking it up until that point, until they got into the house. But that's the whole point of the movie is the house.
1: Yes. Yeah. it's. I mean, yeah. And this one at least gives us a sense that, okay, this ain't going to be the same same old rodeo of kids going to the house. We got a couple that will remind you of previous movies, but you know this will. This is this is going for a different
2: direction. Yeah. Well. Anyway. But but enough about that one because I though this remake. Why? Oh, you've been waiting for
3: this one. <laughs> uh, why?
1: I, I will say I um, the girl who played uh, Lois though she was uh in there she was a uh, like in a punk rock band called Joy Drop. And that was her big thing. That was like a big get putting mm. that in the movie. It was it was like her first movie. So um, that's her little thing. Of yeah. And her there.
0: sex scene was just her standing up
1: with her oh, yeah, top
0: was... on. And he's just behind her the whole time. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, face each other. Get some. Like, yeah. he's just like kissing on her neck. I'm like, have you guys been doing that for 12 minutes, 15 minutes? That's the worst. That's the oh. longest foreplay ever. <laughs> and you're just out there in this hallway. Get it on already, yeah. Like,
2: oh no, hmm. foreplay is nice. Like, like, (laughs) I'm glad for that. Like, (sighs) sometimes it's all about the foreplay. Let's be real. (laughs) I mean, 15 minutes is never even enough. But whatever. (laughs) Um, wait, was three the movie with um the worms, the earthworms? No, that That is the Night of the Demons
1: remake from 2009.
2: Oh, okay.
0: You can't be dressed like a cat. Why not? Because I told you that I was going to be a cat. Enjoy the party? Um, something's not right.
3: In a closet, it's not a closet, in a pantry. Ew. You're on oh yeah.
0: the <laughs> <laughs> We're the only thing standing between them and the end of the world. That's awesome.
2: Oh, Here it's we so go. bad, I can't, like, All right. it out. It's so
1: okay. bad. It's directed oh. by, the guy behind the bat is Adam G- G- Girash, uh, written by Jace Anderson, Adam Girash, starring Monica Kina, Dora Baird, Shanna Elizabeth, Tatiana Kanavka, Michael Copan, um, Jessica, we could have asked him about this movie at PopCon Ooh. Months, couple months ago, <laughs> we did not. Oh. Uh, Bobby Sue Luther, Edward Furlong, uh, John F. Beach, Tiffany Shepess, and pause. Linnea quickly. All right, a group of kids go to a Halloween party only to have to face down a group of demons. Uh, this movie is in a big flurry of the remake of horror movies craze, and uh, it did not get. It. it got a theatrical release in like the Philippines but that's it. Uh it came like so in this this year alone 2009 we'd see My Bloody Valentine 3D, Friday the 13th, Sorority Row, Last House on the Left and The Stepfather. Like it was yeah, a well, remake for. Her. Huh? Last House on the Left remake was good. It was really good. Um I like that one. I like My Bloody Valentine 3D. I will stand up yeah. for the Friday the 13th one. Uh Sorority Row not bad.
2: Stepfather I liked it, actually. I like Stepfather
1: oof, that's with that Prom Night. Same studio did that. They're terrible. Um, I liked Prom Night.
2: Oh, this with, Brittany Snow one? Yeah, I like oh. Brittany Snow. I like Brittany Snow. I like so Brittany I think,
1: Snow. I do not like Prom Night.
2: I mean, I guess I like it because I feel like she can carry it enough. Even though it wasn't the best movie, I like her enough to be like, I'm in enough with, right. like, but I, I love mean, her. I mean, has Woody Idris Dark. Elba
1: in it too, doesn't it? The Prom Night remake?
2: I think so. Yeah, yeah is like? And it's still. Yeah, the he's cop, the
1: cop. Yeah, I still okay. Uh, Anyways,
2: Night of the Demon. This this train wreck. Yeah.
1: That. Uh, whoo. Uh, who? Greg? Are you? Are you waiting in the wings
2: to to go okay. on this one? Well, let me. Do, I'll just say this, and then I'll pass it over before I really get into it. But when they start this movie, this movie came out in 2010. There's been a lot of good movies that happened in the early 2000s by this point, point. and the girls are dressed up as they're like. Um, kitty cats or whatever that's happening Mm -hmm. there. Fine. Great. Then the one girl shows up, our final girl, and she shows up and they're like, what are you doing? It's a scary look. Bitch ain't wearing nothing scary. She has a couple little bumps <laughs> on her face and her cleavage out. She looks like Laura Croft or whatever you want to call it. I don't even know. But the point is, I was like, I'm already out. Like, give me, like, <laughs> Lindsay Lohan and Mean Girls. Or, like, something where you have, like, a fucked up costume that's really wonky and then the slutty cats. Give me something. But she looked just as slutty as the other ones. So I was so angry at this movie for a moment, like, one, that I was like, I can't do it. Like, they're calling her out for being, like, they were literally like, ew, you're like, your costume's so gross, or whatever they said, I was like, She looks like a slut with like a makeup like a bloodline across her mm-hmm. face. Like I don't get it.
1: She I looks like she's in the middle of act two of some like action movie. Like yes, that's yes. all she
0: that's all she looks nothing like.
1: Well, and she's those sexy two sexy
0: tomboy kind of. Right. And they're like, nah, we need slut. Show your ass cheeks.
2: It what? was slutty. It was it was like <laughs> it was a different version of slutty. It was just yeah. made me angry like you, you, Mean Girls are existed already when this movie came out. Like, show up like Lindsay Lohan. Like, I wanted so, like anything, but she was dressed just as bad with a couple fake bloodlines on her face. And the girls were the way they reacted and thought that wasn't a costume or like slutty enough or like was too scary. I, I, I was just angry. Well, I was so angry the,
1: uh, when I saw the a lot of the early like outfits and stuff. I'm like, was. The previous experience of the costume designer, like a Victoria's Secret catalog person, like, because that's what I feel like I'm, I'm watching that in motion for so between like Angela and these two late these two girls. I'm like, what is going on here? Um But it, yeah. no.
0: But to your point, Greg, I mean, they're basically ripping off of Mean Girls because one girl is like, I'm a mouse, but she's yeah. a cat. <laughs> I'm a cat. It's the same thing, kind of. That, yeah. Oh, yeah. But they didn't. Right. But,
2: but they missed out, the yeah. big part of the joke of Mean Girls. It was mm-hmm. Lindsay Lohan showing up actually in a costume right. that was right. kind of like wonky. This girl didn't have fake teeth or a lot of blood. She just looked like she got a, like a, had a scratch on her face and was still hot as fuck. Like, great. But they were like, oh, you're so scary. That scary look wasn't scary. It was just a girl in an action movie. Like, it just made me angry. Like, you can tell. So, I, I don't know. So that set the tone of why this movie really <laughs> upset me a lot. And like, then it just went downhill after that they they let
1: you know they don't know what they're doing right there yeah
2: um uh, yeah and the best part is i watched um i did because i had to look it up i had to look something up on this movie um there's an interview with um furlong Mm -hmm. and he didn't even watch the original before making this movie like did anybody i don't know but like he openly admitted to being like i didn't watch the original so Okay, great. He
1: probably was like, "Eh,
2: if I can go out and get toasted or watch this movie. Hmm. I mean, I like him though, but he looked haggard in this. But whatever. Um, I just, I just felt bad for everybody. And like, I like Shannon Elizabeth. I do. Yeah, I like, I I like her in American Pie. I like her in Thirteen Ghosts. I like her. And what you did her dirty in this one? Like she's supposed to be Angela, but where was the fun? Well, no, I, I. I've watched it. I was thinking, like, it's on,
1: it's on the table for Shannon Elizabeth to be a really awesome Angela. Like, I think she's capable of it, and pulls it off. But I don't, I don't know if this movie. I don't think I don't know if she's missing it or the movie's just not allowing it. Because I feel like she could do it really well, and it just doesn't happen.
2: Nope. And it made me really
0: kill. Like I think it was her biggest kill when she basically is like you know uh, with the other girl and they're kind of dancing in the air and then she's making yeah. out to her demon and then she basically rips her top off and then scratches her boobs off or whatever which yeah. is like yeah. so gory and I was like awesome. oh and the
1: face off yeah she rips <laughs> yeah the, the face gets taken that off was the face from her some off. girl who's been in four movies and this is one of them hmm. yeah like, yeah I it, it's so wild like and this is especially during the time because the year after this. Comes the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street remake, which tries Uh to redo moments from that film that look much shittier than the new one. And this is the same type of thing where we mentioned earlier the boobs, where it just looks like Doria Baird is just wearing this boob thing that like don't move; they're so solid. And when she puts her finger in, you can see like it just it doesn't work. But also the makeup in this, like. It looks scarier in eighty eight and ninety-four than this. Like even Angela, I'm like, that's the redone Angela? Like and it's not even played by Shannon Elizabeth when she's got the the demon stuff on. That's not Shannon Elizabeth. It's another it's a it's a stunt woman who goes on to do like Transformers movies and Avatar movies and stuff like that, but like what like I wanted to see Shan Elizabeth in full on, um, yeah. and I looked when she, when it changed. I'm like, I don't think that's Shannon Elizabeth, and it wasn't, and it's not doing the voice either. So Shannon Elizabeth does never never plays the demon ever. And it no, ripped. it's
2: just they, they do that weird, like awful during that like seduction scene when they're yeah. dancing lesbian moment where they do this stupid little like. CGI face blur quick like flashes over her to like indicate she's gonna like she is a demon until like full demon and it just made me this movie just made me like angry and sad because it's like you could have been good or you could have been something but it didn't know what it wanted to be like the first one it looked like everybody had fun and this just felt tired
1: no everybody's like fuck this party I don't want to you know like it's like oh and it's like a huge party when it starts yeah, and you're like, oh man, they're really gonna go after. Like, there's gonna be some bodies, and it's like, nope. And I don't even know if it's Shannon Elizabeth at the scene at the beginning when she's doing her um, invitation on the computer because oh, you it's never, not. you never see her
0: face. Just like a voiceover, very well could be. Yeah, yeah. Was
1: she, I, I have to. I was when she was on Dancing with the Stars, right?
2: Shannon Elizabeth.
1: Yeah. I think she, I wonder if that was her. around yeah. this time and she was just not available because it's not like she was
2: super busy. But uh, I made a note saying it took 40 minutes before it got interesting. So it took 40 minutes of this movie for, at least in my opinion, before something got interesting in it. And I don't know mm-hmm. what happened at the 40 minute mark, but. It took 40 minutes before I thought something happened that was interesting in it. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I mean, like, it, I don't know. This movie just feels like a lot of, like, missed opportunities. It feels almost like at times like it's too well lit or polished a production at times for what something sloppier could have been better, if that makes sense. It's almost just, like i i don't know like there are things that i, I, I see and i th- i feel like i should be
2: appreciating right there but you know, um it, she was on dancing with the stars in 2008 oh so that might they've been shoot they'd have been shooting this
1: in 2008 so maybe that was that was uh coinciding with it but yeah, so. yeah she should be a great angela and it's just it's not yeah. there do you guys like well, Monica Kina? Do you like Monica Kina, our final girl?
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah? Sure. Why? I mean, not if she believed her costume was scary, too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> They're probably like, yes, yeah, it's Angela's party. You have to be sexy. Well, like, uh, I,
2: I feel like she got a new <laughs> mouth, because I
1: don't feel like she looked like this in Freddy versus Jason. Like, her mouth looked different to me than that and when she was on Dawson's Creek. Like... Granted, she's probably doing some stuff to her face, but I'm like, Your mouth looks like it got replaced. Maybe maybe she got new veneer or something going on. But I was like, Why is your mouth? It was bothering me. And I, I hate that that's such a superficial, stupid thing to be looking at with the movie, but I'm like, That bothered me. I've seen Freddy versus Jason a lot, and I, I feel like your mouth looks different in this movie than that one.
2: I don't know. I like her. I think she's pretty. I just I didn't like any of the character. I didn't care. I didn't not didn't like. I just yeah. didn't care about any of the characters in this movie. No, like like I just didn't care.
1: Like the dudes. There's the doctor guy. There's there's that. Burlong's
0: guy. like selling drugs, and like he might yeah. get killed because of I don't know what. Like they really shoved that B story in there. Well, it what didn't is even you know, matter? What is Furlong
1: <laughs> doing in this movie? What Was like, oh, you guys can land him, we'll fund you. Like, what was? I I don't get. Like, he feels so out of. Like, I don't understand why he's here. Like, it it makes the movie. Like, if you sell this movie on like Monica Keena, Shanna Elizabeth Dora Baird, and the guy he was on was it, Gilmore Girls, and he was a Power Ranger, uh, Copon or whatever. You kind of yeah. have, like, I see what you're doing with this movie, but then you throw uh, Furlong on here and, like, oh, you guys don't want theatrical release, do you? Or something like that. You know, like, it doesn't, nothing against the guy, but thinking about what he's doing here, like, I, I'm just like, what, was it, like, did someone quit? And and they're like, well, he's a name. I, I, I just, he feels out of place, because he's much older than these people, right? Or is yeah, he the same? well, he was a so, child, he was a child, star. he just is
2: aged, yeah, child poor, poorer.
1: Yeah, he
0: was fine in brain scan.
2: Well, yeah. No, I like him, yeah. I do yeah, like him,
0: but he didn't really care, he just kind of showed up to this, huh?
2: Watch oh. the interview with him about this,
0: movie, <laughs> oh, please. Wow. It's okay.
2: very enjoyable, you know, it's about like a house and there's <laughs> at night and there's demons in it, like that's what, <laughs> um, I mean. Uh, it's just it, I don't know what I, I mean even I wrote even during the lesbian dance scene or like the the Angela dance lesbian moment where they're spinning I was like I was left wanting more like at least in the other ones I'm like this is fun like Angela is an equal opportunist opportunist she's like kissing girls and mm-hmm. kissing boys and she's just having fun. And in this one, it's like she's not even like having fun like with anybody. She's just there. And like she just knows she's she's one like Angela in this movie is like, I know I'm pretty. Like yeah. she's like the pillow princess of the demons in this one. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty, it's enough. Like, no, it's not. It's not enough. So that's that's my issue with it. Is the character was written boring, and I feel like I don't know. I don't blame Shannon Elizabeth for it. I think she wanted to do something maybe with it. It's just the way it all came together. I don't know if it was a budget thing. I don't know if the editors had a thing or if they were trying out a new graphics guy. I don't know. It's I don't just, think the movie looks cheap.
1: Uh really? I, I I just don't think they know what to do with what they have. Like I feel like looks uh, like that's what the, the makeup could do for you. Like I I, I don't know.
2: The the CGI was bad. Eyes.
1: Oh no, the C. Okay, CGI is bad. I'm talking like practical effects and the, the makeup effects. Oh. Just I just don't think they they know what they're doing. Like they they have
2: earthworms. A look. So earthworms, Oh, the wor- oh like, yeah. Oh why earthworm? Like like okay when he's you doing anal to the one girl. Oh yeah. Like all of a sudden like things are coming out of her stomach and and, then you just, and
1: like, her nipples like their worms yeah, like are it. just like, like that was what great. Is that?
2: That yeah. was great. But then all of a sudden, bloop, just a just like seven earthworms bloop, on her back. Yep. Like you have like tentacles coming out of like vaginas and boobs and tongues. And then just bloop. Earthworm, bloop. <laughs> yeah,
1: the worms. It's like these people aren't coming from the grave. There are like demons what? like from the ether. You There's you no. You
0: think. Do you think they just actually dropped him on like a back when they were filming? They're like, "Oh no, just leave it." (laughs) That's what it felt like.
2: All right, they they appeared in multiple scenes. You you keep hitting your hips
1: with your uh, keep hitting your ass with your hips, and we're gonna toss these worms on you, okay? (laughs) 1
0: Oh my gosh. 2 <laughs> is-
1: seeds. They're a little cold. They're a little cold and dirty. We got some wipes. We got some wipes. It probably isn't even Dora Baird. They probably have a oh. pr- standard to just take the take the worms and go with them.
0: Oh man, was it seven worms to represent like the seven bodies in the basement? Tell me that's not what they were trying to do. Oh god.
1: Yeah, they had those bodies in the basement.
2: Oh yeah, I forgot. And apparently
0: a body would dis a skeleton would disappear when it gets to possess another human.
2: Uh Oh yeah. And then when Angela got bit by the skeleton, their reaction to that too. Like it's just but that's how
0: demons work yeah
2: it's just i don't know the like but that's what i mean is like some effects were good and then other effects they like phoned in at that point like you didn't need the worms like like, did nobody on set go (laughs) like i don't know if we need this or like no just do it anyway like i don't know i just there's ways it could have been done or just go to a butcher shop and just get raw meat and throw it on somebody that would have been more effective than Earthworm, like i'm sorry but i look at earthworms and there is nothing threatening or scary about an earthworm like it's, <laughs> ew, it's like no it's not scary it's not interesting it just was a weird choice and it made me sad just like how her scary costume wasn't a scary costume and i will <laughs> ever like i will die on that it hill
1: scary no it's not like it looked like she got in a car wreck before she got to your apartment that's about the severity <laughs> Yeah. Over, yeah.
0: But I loved uh, Miss Quigley. She looked yep. fabulous. And I don't know if she used a stunt butt or not, but I loved it. Nope. I loved it was her all her. Main cameo. Good for her. Little ballerina. That was fun. Yeah. yeah. I was pumped. Well, I thought, yeah, it I starts thought the some... movie going to be so great because like, oh, look, Easter eggs. Yes.
1: Yeah. It starts out with that cameo, and you're like, oh, okay. Well, no, it has, it has the silent movie intro. They give like a way big exposition backstory to everything and now we're in new orleans which i don't think it was ever said where they were at before i think it was supposed to be some kind of like midwestern town or something that they were or northeastern something like that to try to relate to the rest of the united states now you put it in new orleans and it's like okay mm-hmm.
0: um i guess quickly but... didn't moon a bunch of kids though technically so maybe that's inappropriate now that i think mm-hmm. about it they're like eh. 10 years old they think you yeah. know what they know she got it they appreciate yeah. it i'm sure I
2: um, uh, oh no. This movie just, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't even know it existed until like y'all said there was a re- <laughs> I didn't
1: like, know. And I'm like a big Night of the Demons fan. I didn't know this existed for like the, for a while. Uh, I probably saw it like 10 years ago to, uh, for the first time. Or so. It'd been out for a bit when I saw it. I was like, I think I was at Fry's and they had a Blu ray for it. I'm like, oh, that's a weird cover for Night of the Edward Furlong. What the fuck? I'm like, this is this. Description. I'm like, they remade this. Like, how did nobody like announce they remade? And it was, and I found it somewhere because uh, I think they sold it for like four dollars. Like, fries would have stuff for like two or three bucks, and I think they sold it for like three bucks there. But like, I was just like, huh, that's weird. And I watched it. I was like, oh, no wonder <laughs> nobody talks about it. But I was like, Shannon Elizabeth, is it this? Like Edward Forlong, oh. Monica Keena, Dora Barrett? Because this is Dora Barrett coming off of what? Texas Chainsaw: The Beginning. Um, yeah,
2: I like that one. Yeah, like I but like that one.
1: Yeah, huh? you know, I I I think that's better than the Beal one. Um, really? Yeah. I do. Oh, that's for another day. I, I, guess.
2: I just watched a YouTuber for some reason do his list of like top fifty movies, and when he put like horror movies, and when he put Scream is forty four, I was like, I already don't trust this list. But he actually had the Texas Chainsaw like remake the Jessica Biel one yeah. in like the top 20 and I'm like you have Scream is 44 you have Halloween the original is 30 but somehow you put Texas Chainsaw remake in like your top 20 I mm, the, that was odd the one anyway
1: that forgets what Texas
2: Chainsaw Massacre is kind of about but yeah Um I don't know but I like it actually so I'm not even critical of it I just wouldn't have put it above Scream or Halloween or no
1: any of the other. no that's or the original Texas Chainsaw <laughs> we're
2: or, text chainsaw. I don't two. even know it was on the list. So yeah. we don't need to talk about that. Gotcha. But, All
1: right. Uh, we were spared a sequel to this movie. It was announced that they oh. were make Night of the Demons after party, but it that was announced in 2013, and to this day has still not happened. So, Shannon Elizabeth's Angela has not returned.
2: There is so. potential for it, which is sad. But it just you would think with a remake though you would it would look fresher and more expensive in some ways and it didn't like the original looks more expensive and more fun and everything So else. does the and second th- one yeah yeah, yeah. both of them, first and second one look like there was thought and care and everything was thought out and mm-hmm. this one let's just drop worms and hope for the best like <laughs> <laughs> uh so
1: Jessica, how would you rate the Night of the Demons movies?
0: Um, ooh, you know I'll just go one, two, four, three. Whoa! I know I can't hear them. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, fight! I always did a two, one, four, three, but <laughs> I one has to be one is still my favorite because it starts mm-hmm. it all. Mm-hmm. Um, three I just don't think I could watch the third one again. I could probably watch mm-hmm. the fourth one again and still be entertained by different. Hopefully, what? especially hopefully, different stuff. I love it. Um, yeah, and I, uh, I just something about the third one. it's just, mm-mm,
1: mm-mm. fair enough, fair enough. Great head, they had
0: good, they had good sex in the third one. Not much good sex in the remake. So I will say that. Uh, worms, <laughs> worms. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> uh... <laughs> <laughs> i mean
2: like did the, the guards like oh we're out of props oh wait i'll go garden. like anyway um i i mean i it's hard for me to say I, I mean one two three four or two one three four it's yeah i mean one and two are pretty equal for me um so but i think one has to take it just because it as an overall whole it really is the most cohesive of all of them so the order in which they were made is the order in which I think they are ranked.
1: Gotcha. I got one, two, three, four, but like, I agree with Jessica. Three not that easy of a watch. I watched it two times for this, and I was just like, it was tough. Maybe it's times. just
0: because it was slow. Uh, I there's just, like, like... A ch-
1: there's a cheapness to it that makes it a little harder, harder. than four. <laughs> let me guess
0: worms (laughs) but they did make them come out of our nips too whatever so that was fine i guess yeah i I don't don't know know. some of it's just so outrageous and like the sillier things could be a sillier the kill or obnoxious it is like in the second one i love um yeah so maybe because there were only a few worms maybe (laughs) now i love it because it's funny when i think of that i'm gonna think of you guys explaining it And I love it. I'm like, did you see the worms? worms. There's only seven worms.
1: (laughs) Eight. I counted all the worms. All the worms are in there.
0: Uh, I bet there's a worm wrangler on set. He's like, dude, we only got like 20 of these. Make them last.
1: Is (laughs) that one over there? Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up.
2: (laughs) Okay. I I give you that three is a harder rewatch because it isn't as campy. It's not as funny. The stakes Mm -hmm. are hard. Like, are higher. With that being said, there are many movies that I think are great that I don't want to watch multiple times. So, I don't, like, care about rewatchability. Because if you're using that logic, then my favorite Scream is three. Because that's the most watchable, -watchable (laughs) rewatchable of all of them. But we all know that is not the best Scream. (laughs) But for me, it's the easiest one to keep watching. So... You're saying just because you think four is easier to rewatch that it's better than three? Oh, my.
0: Oh, For what, for what ticks my box, <laughs> whatever it is. Yes. <laughs> I, I don't a, know why. There's a limited
1: maybe. amount of Edward Furlong films of a high profile to watch. I mean, you got you to gotta Okay, keep what you got.
2: I mean, at least. Or maybe the I people know, are sexier, too. There, there's the girls.
1: three that yeah. I like. Dora Dora Bear, Shannon Elizabeth look pretty good
2: but used wrong like they (laughs) they weren't even utilized right so I'm just bitter about that like they're good in their other films so why did this one fall flat like it just is so sad like you had such a campy fun concept to remake and play with and that's what you did with it like it looked like they took more notes from Night of the Demons 3 to make the remake than they did from the original
0: you know what? I'll change it to three and four being tied because Angela is in the third one. She's not in the fourth one, like the Angela. I can not yeah,
2: Thank you. I have to. So, I, didn't like, I love anything. every
0: time I see her. I love it. I was hoping she would pop in somehow like yeah. cameo. Like, I don't even know. I, somehow work her in. Make like, her be a female cop. Come on. Yeah, yeah, I
1: don't know what happened there. I don't know why she wasn't in the the remake. It doesn't... I mean, her last film she ever starred in was Night of the Demons
2: 3. Wow. Before that
1: was Night of the Demons 2. Wow.
2: And... That's unfortunate because she could have been big. She could have been in, like, the craft. Like, she could have been in all of those yep. 90s movies.
1: They, and... uh Yeah, she said she had a hard time getting cast and stuff. And part of the reason why what I told you about the third one, where she was dressed differently and stuff, is her agent was like you have nothing of me to showcase your talents aside from you in this demon get up and doing weird things, these demon movies. So she had some influence on the third one set. She said she directed a lot of scenes. So she was the one who wanted the stuff looking normal so she could use it for her demo reel.
2: Oh, I love that for her. Like, yeah, uh, (laughs) she deserves more. Again. I don't hate three that much because I just think they were just clunky once it got to the house. Up until the house I thought it was pretty good and then it got clunky. But I'll say
1: this. If I'm watching them and I'm going it I'm like one, two, and I feel like a third I probably put in it and I get what I probably go for three because it's got the real Angela rather than I'd
0: probably fast forward to them getting to the house.
1: There you go. Okay.
0: And I know that's the whole story and there's actually some like good stuff there. Um but I want the demons. I want my demons. Yeah. <laughs> and I See, want it now.
2: That's the other issue with the fourth one we didn't touch on. At least in the first one and even in the second one, there was like a process to become a demon. Yeah. This was like instantaneous demon, like kiss demon. Like it, there was no like.
1: Well, in the last two, when the guy who's the in the doctor costume and Edward Furlong turning into the demons, there's like like the face is like just kind of the most laziest Thing I've ever seen. It's like, oh, that—that's it. That's what the two guys we wait on the whole movie to become demons look like. He's
0: like, hey, I'm a demon now. They're like the same that's... looking. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: and it, at least the first one. It was just like everything kind of evolved and actually grew. This was just like like Pokemon. Like, gotta catch them all. Like quickly, <laughs> instant like instant demon. It, I don't. There were, it just didn't. I don't know. It is sad. It's just a sad movie. Mm-hmm. It to be made and people spent a lot of money making well, not a lot, but like, like money was spent on this movie, and that's sad. (laughs) Yeah, a couple bucks. So, yeah, like if you're gonna be like a bad movie that's gonna be bad, like a Sharknado that are incredible, but like they know what they are, like this, yeah, I don't know what this movie even knew what it was. I
1: don't think it knew tone, it didn't like, yeah, it was like. It started being like funny, but it was like maybe this is just kids hanging out, and they kind of they when the d de- none of the demon stuff in the remake was funny, fun, fun or funny. Yeah, like I guess the the doggy style scene was uh, kind of funny, but it wasn't. It was I don't know, it wasn't working. The effects the, the effects needed to work better to make it effective. Uh, the makeup was. Yeah, I just, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. So I guess I will go with three over the remake, though. Thank so, you. Over. Welcome to my. Side. I did. I did originally, but I'm like, yeah. If I, I'm going to go with something that's like demons proper, but like, yeah, I, yeah. There's. It felt like they could have made a good remake out of this, and it wasn't. Hard, I know. And it wasn't hard, <laughs> and they had pieces in place. Like ah. Uh, like yeah. I
2: feel bad. I just that I'm so like because I'm never like negative about the or at least on this show. Like I don't openly talk about negative things about movies, mm-hmm. and I'm like trying to think of positives, and I'm just like I can't. Like I really I can't think about it for this fourth one. Even the like the like the 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 iconic lipstick boob. Like it's awful. Took it out, they took it too far, even like coming out of the vagina. And, like, oh yeah, the, the blood gushing out. I was like. Did they put a hose there? It wasn't even like, (laughs) it just stopped being believable because it's like, where did all the blood come from that instantly? Like it could have been, that could have been funny because it could have, it was so much blood underneath there but it happened really quickly. So you didn't even see like the giant splashback of blood. Like if you're going to have that much blood to make it funny, how that much blood got there or make it really creepy. And then you just like that slow trickle of blood coming out of it. Like Mm -hmm. make your choice. But instead they're like, oops, we spilled the blood Eh, it works. Keep it like, I don't know. (laughs) Like, I just, I I just, I like, let's look up movies that had the same budget and like what they did with it and what, this movie did with it and i don't think the budget was well utilized like i don't know i just i don't know and it makes me sad because i don't want anybody involved in this movie to Mm -hmm. be like about themselves for being a part of it but like if they had fun making it then great but if they didn't then that makes me even sadder because it didn't seem like they had fun making it (laughs) so i'm sad here we go
1: all right. We'll really? end on that sad note, Greg. Oh, there we go. So, all right. It is Halloween time. Do anyone want to share what you're going as for Halloween before we sign off?
3: Oh. Sure. Uh,
2: I, I go am ahead, doing, Greg. um, uh, like a male. And because of male, I'm just wearing shorts instead of a skirt of, uh, Liv Tyler, AKA Corey from empire records, her Ooh. poster outfit. Um, or well, the outfit in the movie. It's the same thing. So yeah. <laughs> that is what I'm doing for Halloween this year. So I'm I'm re- reviving my nineties themed adaptations because in 2021 I did Romy from Romy and Michelle. Oh yeah. Okay. Not the iconic um poster one, but a deep cut because that is my favorite movie. Um, when she's in the laundromat wearing the Three of Hearts shirt and the polka dot um skirt, which I turned into shorts.
1: Gotcha. Anyways. Jessica, you dressing up?
0: Yeah, we have a Halloween party to go to. So um convince Donald to do Jamie Fraser, Fraser. Sorry from Outlander and I'll be clear. Fraser.
3: There you go. Um
0: yeah, so he's got himself a little kilt. He's got that long curly hair right now, so I get to style it. I think that's my favorite part, is that I get to like just style <laughs> his hair like uh Jamie's. Um so we'll see how it turns out. The Sweet. top part of my outfit doesn't really fit right now, but uh I'm sure I can uh figure some things, maybe some string, cut it up and Piece it back together, right? That's what they did back then.
1: That's what you do, yeah. it will work. Handcrafted, handcrafted. Cool.
0: Are you dressing up?
1: I am. Uh, I'm going to be yeah. I, I show, I'm gonna be Art the Clown from the Terrifier movies. Oh, no. <laughs> so I tried to get my daughter to go as the pill girl from the second one, but she is going as Beetlejuice. That's who she wanted to Ooh. be. That's cool. Yep. And my son is going as Ghostface. So uh, nice. Wait,
0: which Terrifier do you like the best? Second one. Is that like hands down, duh?
1: Oh, gosh. That is a.
0: We started the first one and I was like, what are we doing? (laughs) What are we doing with our lives? And we just turned it off. I couldn't even get. Then
1: don't even go to the second one.
0: Oh, no. Is it even worse? It is a.
1: It is a. Yeah. It is a masterpiece of what it is. I'm not saying that this is sitting up there. It is so
0: bad. It's good. I like that, though.
1: No, no. Oh no, no, it's, no, actually no, very no. Good. It's, it's actually it's very, very good. But hard to watch. It, if, uh, if you can't sit through the first one's kills, there's no way in hell uh, I think you're I was sitting just through. Getting the bored. Okay,
0: well, oh. the, no, the second okay
1: Okay. Well the the first one is eh, it's an okay movie, but the second one is elite in what it is. It is it swings for the, it is a long movie, yep, but it is worthwhile hours. long. And it is swings for the fences. It is mean as hell. It is graphic. It is f- darkly comedic. Yeah,
2: it. Right. Yeah, I mean, it makes um, uh, Devil's Rejects like a PG movie in comparison. Yeah.
0: Oh. Gotcha. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. It is. We like, might it,
0: revisit. It takes- we'll start with. We'll get through one, and then we'll hit up two. Yeah.
1: Like I have not stopped thinking about that movie for a year now because ah, it geez. came out like last year, and I I I got a screener, and I said I was like, Hey Greg, check this. <laughs> 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 and we were yep. both like what the fuck was that
2: yeah so, it is hard to watch i've watched it a couple of times and there are scenes where i'm just like i can't i still can't even like look at the screen because it's
1: so fascinating it is like yeah and i had a friend yancey from uh people remember from yancey's tales for video here i swear like it turned him religious <laughs> he's been so turned off by it and he said he felt uh, so dirty and he sat through things that I think are worse than Terrifier too. uh but that movie really turned him off so that's even for, made me grow in my esteem with how <laughs> awful it like how nasty this movie is so yeah
0: oh geez yeah.
2: but it is it is an actual well made movie Yeah, Um even though it gets very very bizarre at the end like very but like the last half hour takes mm. you a whole different world, but yeah. Um, leading up to that, it is just a bloodbath of joy. Um, if yeah. you're into that, yeah. So,
0: Terrifier Sweet.
2: 2. <laughs>
0: there you go. Watching,
1: all right. And, uh, of course, uh, where can people keep up with you? Great. Um, you uh, can... oh, oh, Jessica, oh, you go first jessica
3: there you go
0: sorry you can uh, come hang out with me on instagram at jessica olsman it's A L we're on the twitter x whatever at jn olsman yeah
1: gotcha
2: uh and greg uh at the mcgoonies mostly on instagram but if you just type in Magoon you can find me anywhere it's not that common of a name
1: all right and i'm on the x And the Insta at Brandon4KUHC, written work of whysoblue.com. Let us know if there's a horror series you would like us to go through, like we have been for Scream, Urban Legend. I know you did last summer uh, the Rob Zombie's Firefight Trilogy and the Night of the Demons. Let us know. Keep it. Don't make it traditional stuff. Try to make it something more uh, unique. Not too super obscure, but something unique. Let us know. Maybe we'll cover it in future one of these retrospectives. Uh... But next week, uh, I will be uh, back on Monday with another installment of products of the Panic with Troy Brownfield as we talk indictment, the McMartin trial TV movie from 1995. Um, and uh, yeah, so that should be interesting. And until then, happy Halloween and stay film positive.
0: Thank you for listening. The Brandon Peters Show is a Creative Zombie Studios production. Produced by Brad Shoemaker and Brandon Peters. Written and edited by Brandon Peters. Announcer vocals by Jessica Olsman. Theme song by Metavari. Web design and show art by Brad Shoemaker with Brandon Peters. All music and clips featured in the episode are property of their respective studios and no infringement is intended. Additional information on this and other episodes at brandonpetershow.com. For any inquiries, press opportunities, or sponsorship, contact mail at brandonpetershow.com. The show is available on Apple Music, Spotify, or anywhere podcasts are found.